This week's episode is sponsored by Caledonia Motorhomes. Caledonia Motorhomes is a family-run company based in the northeast of Scotland. The customer experience is at the heart of their service and they look to ensure you receive luxury and excellence with every motorhome hire. Collection can be arranged from both Aberdeen and Inverness airports as well as from local train stations ensuring that you can be on the road in your motorhome soon after arriving. Car parking can also be arranged at a secure location. The motorhomes can sleep four people in luxurious comfort with a king-sized island bed and an electric-powered drop-down bed to go with a swivel cab leather seating. The motorhome is fitted with all the modern appliances needed, satellite dome and a tow bar for a trailer for all your equipment as well, as well as a bike rack. Sat-nav, reversing camera, LED interior lighting, you name it, they've got it. With unlimited mileage, you can travel the length and breadth of the UK. So contact Caledonia Motorhomes on 07453 810 or by email on info at uh, You can also find them on Facebook and Instagram. Let Caledonia Motorhomes take care of your staycation this summer and enjoy the freedom. disappointingly low number of swears in this episode. However, we have thrown in a couple of four-lettered wordies just to keep you on your toes. If this is not for you, go away. A very happy new year to each and every Beyond Canal Park listener. Thank you for joining me again this week in a brand new year 2021. Let's hope it's a bit better than the last one. Covid is still striking and local Fitbit is affected once again. Devon Vale struck down uh, with uh, some symptoms in the camp and it meant that the Buck 8 derby was off. No other local football because the juniors are still on the break. Further afield into the SPL, today it could be known as the day the Rangers stopped 10 in a row winning 1-0, probably against the run of play. Um, it's kind of flipped on its head from previous seasons when, when they've dominated and Celtic have won. It certainly looks like the sign of champions. Aberdeen drew a blank in the new firm derby, home to Dundee United. Again, not scoring, goalless, big problem for the Dons. I think they could do worse than recall local lad Bruce Anderson to the camp. Looking ahead to the podcast in the next few weeks. Next week I'm joined by Kevin Bremner former Vale manager and Ian Jess will be after him for the 50th episode this week however I'm joined by Mike Wojcik a goalkeeper around the juniors he's got plenty of tales to tell and here's what we have to say today I'm joined by none other than Bucky's very own Canadian who gave up dreams of becoming a Mountie or the next Justin Bieber to pursue life as a goalkeeper in the northeast of Scotland. He represented many clubs in the North Region Juniors, including Bucket Rovers, Devon Side and Sunny Bank, to name but a few. And here to tell us all about it, I'm happy to welcome Mike Wojcik to the podcast. How you doing, Mike? Not too bad, James. How's you? Brilliant. Good. You had a good Christmas with the family. It's been a, a strange yeah. year for sure. It has been. It has been. This uh, this year has been a, been a crazy one, that's for sure. Um, just at the moment, just can't see any kind of end of it at the moment Aye. you know so 
fingers crossed it does because uh fed up being locked in the house in a five mile radius or whatever it is so 100 <laughs> percent. it's almost uh makes you want to get back into playing does it <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll see <laughs> yeah we'll see uh, brilliant. Well, I'll get to hear all about your, your career in football in the north of Scotland, but uh, first of all, I always like to, to hear about people's uh, youth days and, and far the love of football began for them, and I believe uh, your journey started uh, in Canada. Yeah, yeah. My uh, my family are originally from, from Bucky, but moved over to Canada um, in, I think it was 81, showing my age. Mm-hmm. Um, I was only like, obviously, the only Canadian in the family. Uh, <laughs> moved back, back across here in 1990 um so yeah the immigration are still looking for me so anyone asks you don't know me um (laughs) maybe the best uh, putting yourself on a podcast then yeah i'm sure you can edit that out (laughs) (laughs) so was it ice hockey out there or or did you play Uh, for battle a lot of uh a lot of street hockey um that was kind of where wherever you kind of term with street hockey but uh football's always been beat in the family obviously Mm -hmm. from my my dad my brother um yeah football loving family Yeah, you can say that. Yeah, um, <laughs> from 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 as young as I can remember, we're always playing. You know, like in Canada, we had a, a lot of the houses had like basements and stuff, so you can actually play like downstairs in the basement. So oh, yeah, like on little kind of me and my brother go down, have a little goal set up in the in, in the basement, and used to cool. fire in the shots at me. So uh-huh. but, um, much to my well, my brother, he never really liked me uh, being a goalie, but <laughs> kind of came to that. We're playing indoors no one else would go in goals and I kept on going in goals. And, uh, yeah. My brother hated it, kept on trying to get me out and then he wouldn't be at one of the games and I'll turn up and I'll be back in goals again. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that's, of how, course, that's, yeah. that's how it started really. So, and of course, uh, listeners in Banff will obviously know your brother is Mr. Wojcik, the, the PE teacher. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm known as Mr. Wojcik's brother. brother eh? <laughs> yeah. A nightmare. Yeah. He's yeah. a good lad, your brother though. He, I think uh, when I was in sixth year, he started at Banff Academy and he was a, He's a good PE teacher. All the boys liked him. Yeah, yeah. Everyone I kind of spoke to uh, likes the kind of, you know, your Tashes and mm-hmm. Paul Stewart's and your Daz, Daz uh, McAllister's all said that they, yeah. they liked him and he was a good teacher and all that. And uh, Actually, I had him before he went to Banff. He actually went to Bucky, Bucky High for a couple months and I, he was my teacher for a few, okay. for a few months. Nightmare. So that was quite, quite, no, it was actually all right, but because he kind of knew all like all, all the guys in my class because aye, like, he was aye. involved at the football and the boys club and so everyone kind of knew him by his first name so they kept on calling him by his first name he's like oh, <laughs> it's mr wojcik <laughs> so it's very difficult but no it was good, it's good, good. I got good. Quite, i'm really close to my brother and Brilliant. yeah so no no problems there okay and uh so who who was it you were supporting and, and grew up uh watching as a youngster vancouver white caps or uh, no, there's there's none of that back then. No. Oh, there was actually actually a local local team called the Hamilton Steelers. Okay, uh, so that was kind of maybe I'll probably maybe say, well, they're Canadian soccer league, so maybe kind of your Hayden League, maybe Division Four. Ah, okay, so. okay. Now you obviously became a goalkeeper, um, and then my route to goalkeeping was basically being pretty shite outfield and uh, very unfit. But I believe you did double outfield on occasion. I did, I did, yeah. Like so I was kind of confused like uh, i like playing out but they said no one went in goals and i, I like playing <laughs> in goals as well because seemed to be seemed to be all right at it um didn't you do you didn't you uh have a knack of scoring goals and in, in tournaments abroad and stuff i did yeah we went to with the boys club went to denmark uh, i think it was about 10 or 11 and what happened was there's two goalies that went out but after the first game because of the temperature and all that 
there's a couple couple of the guys got uh, like okay. dehydration and sunstroke and ended up becoming ill, so we were actually <laughs> short. So I ended up playing out, and came back top score nine right. goals, four games. So nice one. yeah, not too bad, not too bad. <laughs> but the pool of the gloves was too much. It was. It was. I think there's too much too much running involved for playing out. Aye. I didn't. I was allergic to. I'm allergic to running, so I went back in goals. <laughs> but then, goalies wise, when you were growing up, you'd moved over and you were watching football across in the UK. Uh, who were the goalies you really looked up to and inspired you? It was probably probably back in the day. It was probably Pat Bonner, Aye, okay. Celtic supporter. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, back then. So I can't really remember too too many goals I kind of quite like Neville Southall as well okay you know, for, for mm-hmm. stop but it was more I didn't really follow English football that much no, um, it was no. more obviously just mad Celtic fans so yeah it was and that is made of a recent thing because even when I was younger I remember supporting Man United but you followed Scottish football now it's kind of flipped in its head now isn't it yeah 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 it's it a shame well actually, I follow like I follow a lot more keepers now you know a lot more yeah, no, you've got like your a big fan of Nick Pope from Burnley. I think he's aye, a cracking aye, keeper. Yeah. Um, don't Pot- really rate potentially Pickford he could be number one for England. I, I, yeah, I don't rate Pickford at all. I just think he's just uh, he's he's a bomb like scare a, waiting to happen, isn't he? He's just like a headless chicken erratic. You know what I mean? Aye. So yeah, but for for me, Nick Pope, I think he's he's quality. You know? Um, aye, yeah, yeah. Marshall for you for Scotland for the Euros, though, isn't it? It's not. It's a no brainer, so. isn't it? I think so, you know. But you've got a cracking keeper and Craig Gordon there, you know. That's so right. I was kind of, right. I was good when he left Celtic, you know. <laughs> you wouldn't mind doing, wouldn't mind doing with him right now, you know. So, <laughs> um, with the the current keeper situation there, but uh, now nah, Craig Gordon or or uh, David Marsh, but I think David Marshall should get the nod for definitely what he's been definitely. doing so far. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So for you, school football, boys club football, was that a, a good experience? You're playing with some good well, teammates. Yeah, well, school football, there wasn't much of a team at all. You know, we had like a little small, like I was a primary school team. Aye, yeah. yeah well, I didn't have a team until primary seven when my brother actually took it. Mm. Um, no one else would. So only did like the whole time I was at primary school, we had two tournaments. Um, <laughs> and actually in the team, there's actually only two of us that actually played okay. <laughs> football. So the rest of them, I think, was the first time they actually okay, picked the football. So that was kind of a bit of an bit of an embarrassment but the boys club Bucky boys club was was good you know it's mm-hmm. uh that was well run at a younger when i was younger and who were uh, the players on about your year that that, that would have went on to play at a decent <laughs> level yeah there's a couple there's like uh neil davidson ozico he he ended up oh playing, uh, good player he ended up playing for, yeah mm-hmm. yeah um malcolm fielding he would he played in the play for bucky Aye. um guy neil miller was in my class he, mm-hmm. he played for bucky for a while and injury kind of Cut his career short, right. uh, but no, I don't think there's anyone actually went right, full time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think uh, Robbie Krugshank, who's a year older than mm. me, I think he had a couple of trials with Darby and someone else, but don't think anything came from up right, right. came for that. So, um, but yeah, no, we had a we had a strong kind of group of players that time. We won a lot of tournaments. Right, yeah, a lot of tournaments. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe you in around about the area. So. Yeah, you you got a chance to. To go to Elgin with a with a famous Tiger Port or did you that uh, yeah. you ended up turning down? Is that a regret? Yeah, when I was when I was a little bit old, yeah, yeah, it's a regret. Like I thought, stay with Bucky and kind of be loyal. What to play for Bucky? I remember going to like Bucky Thistle games and thinking they were like professional and all mm. this kind of stuff. And I think Alec Innes was in goals at the time, and I used to think he was like the best keeper ever. And what to be like him and all this kind of stuff, you know. And uh, <laughs> so I thought, oh, one day I want to play for Bucky and all this kind of stuff. But now yeah. kind of. Yeah, looking back at it, regret it. You know, obviously the way Elgin kind of turned out where they went, Aye. you know, maybe it could have got me somewhere or yeah, yeah, you know, developed me differently, maybe better. Hopefully, I don't know. 
Aye. But you started training with, with Bucky at quite an early age, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I was quite surprised by, by the whole thing, to be honest. Because um, I was out, I broke my wrist. <laughs> and the injury problems uh, were to be a thing of uh, recurrence. Yeah, that's that's what started all off. You know, that's what kind of... Yeah, the, the, the knock-on effect so um yeah i broke my wrist when i was about 13 or 14 fell off my bike school activities week the first day of school activities week but <laughs> two hours into it yeah kind of broke it about eight places yeah. so i was out for about 10 months so i kind of got back training it's yeah, a long well, time beautiful football for is not it that age yeah i came i can i started playing out i had to strap up my, my wrist quite heavily aye, tried aye. to play out and all that kind of stuff but yeah no, i just that's kind of maybe when i realized that I wasn't good enough <laughs> for, for playing out and just get back in goals and <laughs> stay in goals you know so um but no i got back training like was my, my brother he helped me a, a lot as well mm-hmm. um with the training he t- he's always kind of been heavily involved in what you can call my football career <laughs> and so he obviously helped me get back to, to recovering and unexpectedly got a phone call from Raymond Carner who's under 18 manager at the time yeah asked me to come along to their last game of the season so I think that was more for preparing for the next season yes aye. coming up obviously there's myself and a few of the other kind of guys around about my age um where I went along to the game as well so from being 10 months out to playing that you know I thought it was quite a big uh, a big thing you know Deal, I mean? yeah. so it was quite quite chuffed and then that must have been about what, end of season with that but May whenever it is June mm-hmm. and then we're just kind of uh, coming home one day from school and there was a letter there had Bucky Thistle on the envelope and everything and <laughs> fighting, fighting us to, to pre-season so Brilliant. that was that was good but I think it was more for you know the under 18s for aye, the following the upcoming season so but pre-season and training and things you were you were training with the first team for that early age yeah, yeah. So it would have been, I'm just trying to think if I just turned, if I was 14 turning 15 or 15 turning 16, I think it was 15 turning 16. Mm-hmm. Must have been great for your Perfect. development there, getting to experience training with sort of yeah, the first team goalies. Yeah. Who, who was there? Was Mike Gray in that uh, there at that time? No, or no? He, he didn't come until a couple of season or two after. Okay, aye. Um, I can't remember what the goalie's name was. Yeah, it was it was huge um, for me. You know, I mean, obviously thinking, I was like, kind of walking around thinking I was the boy you know I'm playing with Thistle and all this kind of stuff <laughs> strutting a bit of corners at school oh yeah yeah I think I was, I was the man like you know what I mean but uh, um, yeah no it was, it was a good experience um, I kind of got to I didn't expect to actually be involved I was just happy to be involved in training you know yes aye, aye. and then managed to get, get, get a friendly people actually played a couple friendlies okay yeah. um, so I was actually 15 when I, when, I, when I played my first game for them you know so <laughs> nervous yeah, because <laughs> before that, kind of well, that by that time it would probably be over a year since I broke my wrist. So okay, yeah. in that last year I only played forty-five minutes. <laughs> you know, to all of a sudden I'm in with the men. You know what I mean? And yeah, yeah. You know, by this time I hadn't even managed to grow stubble myself. You know what I mean? I'm still, still a young boy. So <laughs> so he was yeah, in the Bucky so Thistle first team. Yeah, really bit then. Then uh, well, the players that kind of came along at the same time that season was uh, like say Ryan Green, mm-hmm. um, Graham Grant, who oh yeah, 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 he, he went on to Elgin and played for Forest Mechanics Forest, for so I, long. Yeah, um, good player. I think uh, yeah, I'm trying to think who else there was. There was Paul Darcy. He was oh, yeah. one. Yeah, he was he was quality as well. Um, Alan Cormie. Mm-hmm. He, he was well. He was. You say he was brilliant for you. So I yeah, took you under his that, wing almost. That guy, yeah, Aye. that guy would. You'd, I, I kind of was grateful then, but now after the game, 
mm-hmm. I wish I was able to kind of say thank you to him and show actually how grateful and, and yeah. realize how grateful I was that he was, how good he was to me. Um, what was what made him so good for you? He just spoke me through everything. All you know right. what I mean? Yeah. He never, he never shouted at me, never said, you should be coming for this. Never, no. you know, if I made a mistake, he would come over and say, look, next time, try to do this, try to just spoke me through. Graham Grant yeah. was the same as well. You know, okay. he's very, you know, very helpful and, I knew I made a mistake, but they wouldn't get on my back and all that. So they realised yeah. I was quite a young. young it's great that for a young guy, isn't it? Because a yeah. lot of guys won't take the time. It's just a baptism of fire, isn't it? They want to take the time to talk you through things and help you. Um, it, that for a goalkeeper, I think especially is is massive. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I can notice that after uh, after the likes, uh, you know, after a couple of years after being in the bucket team, when when mm-hmm. kind of the new management took in. I came in, um, I think it was Alan Scott and, and, and uh, yeah. Billy Anderson. They obviously took in their players and all that kind of stuff. And these guys, you know, like your Scott Andersons, your Paul Lambertons and all that. And I remember playing a game with them and I think I, I came out and I was in no man's land and I got <laughs> reamed. It was just like, wow, you know. Uh-huh. And, and at the time I was just like, you know what I mean? I've never played hide and league in my in the days and blah, blah, blah. But now you're kind of like, well, thinking about it, you're saying, well, if you're old enough, you're, you're good no, enough, you're true. old enough. And, so I kind of I don't don't blame him for for uh-huh. coming down that hard on me. You know? But uh, <laughs> at that time, was like with with Graham Grant and, and Alan Cormie. Brilliant. When I was just kind of what, fourteen, fifteen at the time, was just quality. Yeah, yeah, massive. Because there's one there's one game was playing against uh, Inverurie Locos. Okay. In a friendly, and uh, yeah, this is a game that I always remember. Um, huh. I remember playing, and I remember walking off at halftime like. I can't remember what the score was at halftime, but I remember coming off thinking, yeah, okay, I've done all right. And I had people like kind of clapping me on the back and saying, well done oh, from the other team. And I'm sitting there going, if I missed something, you know, I didn't realize I did anything. And, <laughs> no. and in the second half, I was going for the guy took a shot and they got deflected and I had to kind of change direction. Uh-huh. But my leg came out from underneath me and my like, kind of knee buckled and, ah. I, and I did something to my groin on, oh, I could hardly walk after it, but I remember being down for, for eight. the pain oh, was, okay. oh my God, this was kind of like a, a weird attempts at doing the splits <laughs> but after that i can hardly move and they were taking shots and i, I, I couldn't move you know oh, okay. and they were going in and uh, there's one that slipped through my hat like my concentration i just went uh, i can't feel like guy uh, it doesn't I, take I much remember, yeah i remember kind of obviously letting it i thumped the ground and kicked the post or something like that and alan corman came up to me and grabbed me and said something i can't remember the exact words but the way he says don't you get annoyed at yourself or something like that and he says you are keeping us in this first half you're keeping the score low you're you know, okay, it, it was just, it was it was, a, it was like a ton of words of encouragement but the way he kind of grabbed me i thought he was gonna punch me <laughs> but he it was like he was angry that i was getting angry at myself you know and it, it was just that moment that he what he said and what he did to me just Aye, would yeah. always yeah just always the probably one of the best things that ever happened in my career just yeah it was just brilliant you know? just at the time didn't realize but thinking about it now you yeah, know, just, yeah, yeah. and uh, i remember getting in the car because my brother drove me through and he came, he goes, what a first half you had. And I'm like, I didn't know, what was I doing? He goes, you're coming for cross, you're doing this, you're saving. Right. I was like, I didn't even realize I was doing that. <laughs> you know? And uh, obviously with the, the injury kind of just knocked me off, uh, yeah, off yeah. obviously off my, my game. And uh, actually the next day, uh, Raymond Cardinal phoned me because he was he actually took the team at the time because M- Malcolm Murray wasn't with mm-hmm. Bill. Mm-hmm. And he said, oh, I've had uh, locals on the phone and they're asking if you'd be interested in signing for them. <laughs> and I was like, she just didn't expect it, you know. It was just, a, yeah. you know, I've only played about two games for Bucky and I've already had a team coming to ask me to sign for them, you know. So this okay. is when locals were, were in the juniors. Juniors, so. right. Yeah, yeah. 
okay. yeah, before they moved up. But uh, obviously at that time I was just I just wanted to stay at Bucky, you know, because obviously mm-hmm. I was kind of aiming to be a Bucky keeper, you know. So and uh, you, you said that Malcolm Murray was was Gaffer. You, I think you mentioned that he was brilliant with you as well, was he? Yeah, he was. He just. <laughs> Maybe I'm kind of looking at it the wrong way, but just the way he kind of spoke to me, like mm-hmm. he always took me, like if he took me aside or spoke to me, but remember that first game, he, you know, he asked me to play that friendly. And yeah. I was kind of like, are you sure? I'm only like, I'm only 15, you know? And, <laughs> and it, just the way he spoke to me says, if like, no, if you weren't good enough, you wouldn't be here, you know? Uh, yeah. And, uh, but he just, the way he spoke to me, just made me believe that I was good enough and I should be there, if you know what I mean? So. Nah. Like I never thought I was going to be number one at that age or no. challenge for for a number one, but just it gave me so much confidence, you know. Aye, yeah, brilliant. Now tell me then, you must. Uh, I think you told me you trained with with Mike Gray. He's got a lot of picks uh, as a goalie in people's best 11s. He was class, was he? Yeah, he was nice guy. Really, really nice guy. Mm-hmm. I only I only managed to kind of train with him two or three times. Okay, uh, he was up in Inverness, so. I played the I played the friendlies against the kind of pub teams when <laughs> midweek when he didn't fancy coming through, but no. I, I don't blame him. You know, I mean, he would have been standing there just kind of you know yeah. spectating. So, um, but no, I, the, the two or three training sessions I had with him, I, uh, yeah, he was Matt, he was really good. Really, you know, try this, try that. You know, this is how you position yourself. And, uh, yeah, just the, the advice he gave me was really good. You know, it helped yeah. a lot. And I still think. Uh, you know, sometimes I'm standing in a position when I was playing. I was like, right, you know, am I doing this? What I was told and <laughs> show me how to catch a ball differently if it's at a certain height. So, Aye. yeah, no, just, yeah, just little tweaks made a big difference. Brilliant, yeah. How about outfield players then? Who was, uh, who was firing in the bombs and shooting drills and stuff? <laughs> was Luggy oh, around when you were there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not fancy being one of one his shots. No. Like. And uh, I remember, I remember. Craig Stewart, I think he, he took Aye. a shot once, and I think I caught it, and I think I must have ended about six or seven feet backwards. Oh, he did rock it as well, didn't he? Yeah, I think I've, I think I've still got miter size five written on my legs. <laughs> um, yeah, he had a hell of a bullet, but uh, yeah. Do you feel uh, talking about opponents now? Do you feel that um, at fifteen, obviously at fifteen, you know, you know, grown to your capacity, you know, filled out? The strikers try and get on top of you, rough you up because you were young and inexperienced. <laughs> I remember once there was a I was playing an under twenty one game, and there was a guy uh, playing at Huntley. Boy, is yeah, it Gary White? Mm. Oh yeah, the guy was guy was huge. Oh, great striker for Huntley. It, yeah. was, it was it was a corner kick, right? Here's me fifteen at the time. You know what I mean? Still, like you can see my ribs and everything. Now no, it's a muscle <laughs> on me. And I remember standing, you know, as keepers do with their hands up when the cross is away to mm-hmm. come in. He, he stood right on me, and I kind of like tried to like hold my ground, no shove him back. <laughs> and he just looked at me. He's like. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Who's this kid? That. I do believe, yeah. though, that uh, you got some compliments for Gary White in a game you played against him later I on. I did. I did. Well, I heard it through one of the committee, mm-hmm. kind of, because uh, my brother was obviously biggest fan of watching me. Yeah. And, uh, apparently, one of the committee said to, well, one of the, well, Gary said to one of the committee, saying, oh, you know, we could have played all night and wouldn't have scored on him because it just was just one of those games I was just saving everything so apparently the committee member told my brother and obviously my brother told me so Aye, hearing that kind of comments you know was, uh, spurs you on yeah, 15 so well, probably would have been 16 at the time still huge to mm-hmm. someone like that you know Brilliant. legend status to be saying something like that you know so definitely and you got a, a game against uh, Cali as well didn't you against uh, another sort of legendary yeah. striker in the Island League Ian that Stewart was, uh, 
Yeah, I was working. It was a, I remember it was a Tuesday night, and I was actually working in my uh, my dad's fish and chip shop at the time. Okay. Four o'clock, four o'clock till eight. And I remember I was planning on going to the game after, well, the game started at 8, like mm-hmm. after my shift at 8. And I got a phone call about 7 o'clock. So, well, the phone rang, answered it. And he goes, oh, mate, it's, it's Malcolm here, you know. And he's like, uh, are you uh, available to play tonight? And I'm like, I'm working until 8. And he's like, you know, go, can I speak to your dad? <laughs> speak to your dad. Right. So I put him over to my dad. And my dad says, right, leave at half 7. So, of course, I phone my brother. says, right, get my football stuff ready. <laughs> Raced home. Brother drove me up to the game, got changed, ran out to the pitch five minutes before kickoff. Yeah. Never got a warm up, came back in, you know, and uh, yeah, mm-hmm. actually the game finished one one. So ah, decent. Yeah, that was a that was a hell of experience from sitting serving fish and chips to <laughs> playing against like Cali this one in the first division at the time. You know, uh-huh, so, brilliant, amazing. Yeah, good. Now, while you were at Bucky, sorry, eighteens, twenty ones, playing mostly, you also. We're turning out for Devon Vale under 16s, I believe. How, how did that work? Uh, yeah, it was. It was my, my pal uh, Neil Miller. He 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 was playing for them at the time, mm. and uh, I think they only had one keeper. Or they're for a keeper, and okay. And uh, my pal says, "Well, you know, you want me to mention your name?" I said, "Yeah, yeah, definitely." You know, so Walter phone Walter Robertson phoned me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so asked if I fancied coming along, and uh, yeah, I went along, played the first game, and I think it, yeah, I think the first game we actually won three 0 So it was a good start, and. Yeah, really enjoyed it. I thought Walter it was Walter Robertson, Alistair Ramsey. That's right, were yeah. fanta- fantastic managers. Really, really. I've good heard a lot game. of good things about Walter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That sort of time as coach and things, uh, good for yeah. people's development. Yeah, Walter was Walter. But well, both of them were. You know, they mm-hmm. both offered their own kind of words of advice and and everything. But yeah, I just I just loved loved playing for the two of them. Absolutely. Who was really, the other really goalie? Was it Nermal? It was, Aye. it was, yeah. yeah Normal yeah. actually featured playing out a few times and scored a couple. Oh, did goals he? Yeah, well. I never yeah, knew. I never saw him play at field like he was. I was a goalie right for the early days primary. Yeah, so uh, no, yeah, yeah, he played played out. Normal was good with me as well. You know, what I mean, you see some keepers being a bit, you know, funny, but no, yeah. every every single one of them at at at, at, at the team were, were spot on. Really nice bunch of guys. Quality. Quality. Now you had the likes uh, who's who's their Paul Stewart, Dan mm-hmm. McAllister, uh, good players, you know, eh? Matty Kinghorn, yeah. Kenny Tom, all just cracking, really really nice guys, and all really really good players. Was yeah, Kenny was, Tom uh, swinging in the the outside of the fit crosses back in? <sighs> well, I don't know if it was crosses, but it was something. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny was a good player. He's a dirty bastard, though. Aye, lightning down that wing. Aye, was, yeah. <laughs> the size of his thighs as well. It's like both of them combined. You know what I mean? So, Aye. and a lot of that yeah. team, a lot of that team, want to represent the Vale. Uh, a couple of Highland League winners in there as well. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, a couple of them have scored against me as well. Playing the Vale under 18 <laughs> against Bucky under 18. So, Aye. so how did that work? You playing that. for the Vale under 16s as well as Bucky, and at the same time. Well, it was funny because I played for Vale under 16s on a Saturday. Aye. Bucky under 16s on a Sunday, different leagues. And I actually played out for the Bucky under 16s on a Sunday. Uh, Bucky under 18s was on a Monday. And Bucky under 21s, which was then the reserve league, was on a Tuesday. Or the other way around is either 18s was on a Tuesday and reserves were on a Monday. But um, So, yeah, it was uh, a lot of football. 
Because uh, it used to be on the Monday, it would be like, say, for example, Monday under 18s would be yeah. against Peter Head. And then on the Tuesday, it'd be against Peter Head away. So you're okay, yeah, a lot getting, traveling. Kickoffs, getting home at like half 11, quarter to 12, 12 o'clock, you know, falling asleep in class the next day and then doing it again that following night. But you loved it back then, didn't you? You could play every night of the week back then. It just oh, it does not happen now. School was just in the way, you know. What <laughs> I mean, so. <laughs> well, that's it. Well, we're all going to be professional footballers, weren't we? From over. Well, I, yeah, I knew yeah, well, by a eight years old I wasn't going to be like but uh, a lot of boys thought they were <laughs> but that, that's when you that's when you're that, that dumb age you know what I mean you, the manager says look you might be sitting on the bench or you might be sitting in the stand we're away till week this weekend you come in yeah definitely, definitely no yeah. <laughs> I might get a chance to get on here you know? so unfortunately yeah. I don't think that happens new there's there's seems to be things of higher importance than fit by these days which is maybe yeah. rightly or wrongly yeah, so but uh, it just didn't happen back then no no, you just, as I was saying, used to, football used to dominate. mean everything, you know what I mean? You got beat on the Saturday, that was your whole weekend spoiled. You know Aye, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Now you get beat, you get beat on Saturday and boys are walking off the pitch, right? You go into the pub. He's like, yeah, we just got beat 3-0. <laughs> Don't care, we're going to the pub. Aye. It's like, honestly, you not really care, you got beat. You know? So that's kind of one of the things I struggle with from then to Aye. more so now, you know, the, the attitudes of, of not everyone, but a lot of the, generation now has, has changed a that's lot it. you know that's it, it all sort boys. of uh, you get into changing rooms and the manager says he's bit and then two minutes later boys are laughing and joking in the showers it's it's uh, <sighs> for the older oh, generation it's, it's hard to, I know, to see i know it's, it's 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 like boys meant to be there like court one boys turning up at one five mm-hmm. past one where you been open oh, on my sweeper like, <laughs> <laughs> you're like 20 minutes ago you know this but you, obviously, you weren't a Fabian. It was probably a close knit bunch at the Vale. Was it was it hard to integrate in, or, or did the boys take you? No, not with these boys. Aye. That's 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 what's so 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 good about them, and that's why they're such a good bunch of guys. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, from day one, I was kind of you know welcomed, welcomed right in. You know, like yeah. not a problem at all. Just yeah, fantastic. Like I said, right from the management to the players, they're just all welcoming and all a good bunch of guys. And I believe that uh, it wasn't long before you got your first introduction to the Seafield Nightclub, or it was maybe the Beach Club at that, that oh, point in time, that, was it? That's probably the best, one of the best things ever that I've <laughs> experienced in football, you know. As a young, what, 15, 16-year-olds, all the boys dressed up in shirts and ties and all that, end of season due, going into the Seafield. <laughs> yeah, absolutely brilliant, absolutely brilliant. There's a lot of uh, relationships started uh, and may have ended in that place. <laughs> I can quite believe that with what I experienced. Yeah, that's for sure. Had a couple, a couple, a couple occasions in there. Uh, even when, if it never inside as well. Yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, fantastic. That was a fantastic night. I still remember that night out. Yeah, uh, brilliant. Found a found asleep on uh, the Alistair sofa. Okay, I Seafield Street. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, they must have then, if you went to see Fee, they must have introduced you to a tatty shed, surely. Ah, that, that was probably the second bit that was best thing in my football career, you know, <laughs> introduction to tatty sheds, yeah, for different, different side boys. Uh-huh, yeah, so what went hard, down at hard, the tatty sheds? Pre-season, hard pre-season session to finish with a, a visit to tatty sheds at night, that was that was absolutely brilliant. <laughs> yeah, a good bunch of people there as well, yeah. Good memories. No, very good memories. Brilliant. Um... So uh, you were saying you were you were playing a a lot of games of football. Did that mm-hmm. uh, we? Did you ever tire of it? Did it start becoming a chore the older you got? Or uh, the older I got, yeah. Um, when I went on to uh, when I was playing for New Elgin, mm-hmm. um, I played. I was still kind of a transition with who was going to sign for who was Bucky Rovers or 
stay at Bucky Rovers or go to New Elgin. So I kind of played friendlies for both, Mm -hmm. along with friendlies for Bucky as well against the kind of pub teams and stuff. But I think when the season kind of started, I think I played something like, was it 14 preseason friendlies or something like that? And And the Grill Cup's pretty much preseason. Yeah, Grill Cup as well. And plus there was kind of some midweek friendlies as well. I remember playing a couple of games against Force Mechanics in uh, Mm -hmm. Elgin City for for uh for new elgin um but yeah i kind of got to the end of the season like back then there's like heap of, like there's a cup for a cup for a cup you know what i mean and uh, we yeah, were in like yeah. five five finals with 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 elgin <laughs> lost them all um <laughs> but by the end of it yeah i think i played it was, it was roughly just i think it was about actually 104 games i played that because <laughs> i had all the under 21 games under 18 games friendlies yeah, yeah. Sometimes Bucky Thistle had some friendlies um, no, kind of halfway through the season that, that I played. Yeah, when okay, the, I, the kind uh, of evening games and stuff. And yeah, by the end of that, I was yeah. yeah so I think it was more mentally than than kind of physically. You know, so. Am I right though? Um, just nipping back a bit to the Banff side of things. Yep. You had the chance to sign for Devonvale when Malcolm Murray went went there. Yeah, Did you, do you he, regret not doing that? Yeah. Yeah, that's, a, that's another one I kind of <laughs> regret. It was kind of more the trying to stay loyal to Bucky and yes. what to play for Bucky and all that kind of stuff. But I remember when, when Malcolm kind of left, uh, he said that, no, obviously don't sign anything for, for Bucky at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, there'll be an announcement coming out. So I was like, well, what's this announcement? And then a couple of days later, you know, I became <laughs> Bucky manager. Uh, uh, sorry, different field manager, sorry. Yeah, but um, no, I went along to a couple of friendlies, mm-hmm. um, but it was more just like, like I said, uh, the kind of a mixture of all the field kind of players under 18s and the full ah. team and just kind of having a look so i think going down to like two games and all that really enjoyed it and he says look we'll try get you involved with the with the 18s if, mm-hmm. you, if you're interested but at that time i was kind of thinking right i don't drive you know ah, get the okay. bus and okay. my mom and dad they work late so i can't expect them to drive me everywhere and you know get yeah, buses yeah. and here and there so i just thought maybe kind of staying at bucky at the time would have been the no, you know, five minute walk from my house back then so Aye, that's fair enough. But I do believe um, you actually played in the Highland League for Devonville, did you? Was it Greg Carl's first game in charge? It was, yeah. Got a, a phone call on Friday night for a go. I met Greg at the time. I was mm-hmm. down there with, with Malcolm. Um, yeah, I got a phone call on the Friday night. I think it was it Jim Will at the time got got sent off the week before. Uh, which, so. but, well, the the boys for Tara last week, the two blokes in the mic, were telling me about Jim and uh, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know too much about Jim. I knew he was a great goalie and a, a bit yeah, wild. I think. A, a really, a really good goalie. Um, it's not like a prison officer or something. I think like he's that, a Bobby. Or, yeah, I think so. so uh, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I, don't, I never actually personally met him, um, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I got that phone call late Friday night saying, "Can you come tomorrow?" And I was like, "Yeah, definitely." Because um, I was at Bucky Rovers at the time, but I think Bucky Rovers even had a free week or a game was cancelled, so it worked well. Aye, okay. Brilliant. So yeah, down there played. Um, How did that go? Got beat four one by Rossi. Thought I thought I did all right. You know what I mean? I think there's I think there's once that I came way far off my line. I don't know where the hell it was. You know? What I mean? Okay. So, yeah, yeah. Miles off my line. I think I gave everyone a heart attack. Gave myself a heart attack. So luckily I managed to clear it. But uh, yeah, that was my my one and only game. Um, <laughs> in the I had I actually had uh, chances to play a couple of games for Brora. Um, right. At the time, through because I was at uh, North of Scotland Schoolboys in the okay, yeah. at the time, mm-hmm. Rod Houston. I think he's quite that's right. I was at mm-hmm. the Hayden League now, so that's right. he was manager at the time, and he he called me a couple of times, but uh, both times I was I was injured. <laughs> okay, 
So how, at that time, I would have I would have made that three and a half hour journey wherever uh, it was, yeah. you know, to, to to play. So I was playing for the North of Scotland. Is that a good experience? Yeah, yeah, that was good. That was good. Which uh, was kind of uh, I think I have to thank uh, Mr. Nielsen for. Uh, yeah, I think Mr. Nielsen phoned one of the teachers at. at Bucky and said, "Oh, you're not putting anyone forward." And he's like, "Oh, we don't have a team." And I think huh. Mr. Nielsen kind of recommended a few or, or myself. But uh, your I brother went. was maybe in his ear. Was he? Was he working at Buff Gun? Maybe by then? Uh, maybe, maybe. Uh, sometimes <laughs> it's who you know. You know. Uh, I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, thankful of Mr. Nielsen for whatever involvement you had with that. Aye, um, aye. But some good uh, players I in that squad that time. Or? Yeah, there aye. was. There was. There's. Uh, well, you had Daz McAllister, mm-hmm. Matty Greenhorn, mm-hmm. uh, Terry Kidd. Very there. brilliant, uh, one of my good pals. But, uh, the fifth year, I remember fifth year, I never made the squad. I was kind of like the third in in, ah, in okay. row. So, uh, but the following year, went back again, um, and yeah, I was luckily to to make the three or four trials, and yeah, brilliant. Was, was there selected as number one? So mm-hmm. played three games. Ah, brilliant stuff, um, and kind of around about the same time, I think. Uh, you had a loan spell to Bucky Rovers, which you mentioned earlier. Yeah. We a few, a few of the young boys went to the juniors. Some good times yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, there was. It was a, it was a, it was a great experience. You know, was, that was through kind of Ray Ray Cardinal, who's the mm-hmm. under eighteen manager at the time, and he it was, I believe it was him that kind of recommended it that we go out and loan. Aye, aye. Yeah, it was really, really good experience. Got to, I got to work with uh, Graham Roy. Graham Roy, yeah, you said he was a massive sort of help to you. Oh, huge. Uh, I guess it's one of these things at the time you you appreciate but don't actually realize how much you appreciate until Aye. later on in your career you know so but no he was he was he was absolutely brilliant the advice the training everything that he helped me with everything that he spoke to me about involving football and everything was just yeah brilliant Aye, just mass i think i never ever thought that i would be a top keeper in a hiding league team i, I always kind of had a feeling that i could have made a difference i'm mm-hmm. sorry i could have being important to a Hayden League team, yeah, and I think if I worked with Graham longer, then I think I could have made that step up. Aye, yeah, with, with his help, yeah, brilliant. You, you said there was a good sort of blend of, of players in that squad as well. Was that was that good? Yeah, for, it was. For your yeah, there was. Mm-hmm. There was. Uh, well, obviously that's kind of young four, four, five, four, five young young ones that basically started every game. Um, Aye, start. I think there was myself. I think as the day David Mellett played sweeper at the time or mm-hmm. right back and you had Jason Brock he was, he was consistently left back um, and you had like like so Colin uh, Colin Nickel he was I think rovers through and through from Aye. when he started playing football he's just a, full of experience um, you had like some Mark Wood who just scored goals for fun in that yeah. level um, yes. Mikey Slayer he was ex-Bucky at one point I think oh, and uh, yeah he was he was there and yeah just had a lot of a good mix that yeah. start well. I think we start. We, we were flying to start with at stop the league. Um, I think there's a lot, of, a lot of talk about the, the youth that the management brought mm-hmm. brung mm-hmm. in and how well they were doing. So, aye, that's but, good. But you uh, always had ambitions that you, you would go and play Highland League, sort of with a I, I good form to, you were showing. I wanted to. That, that was kind of my aim. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's where I was always kind of aiming to. Um, and maybe if if obviously Malcolm Murray was still manager at the time, I think maybe would have had more of a chance. Aye. Aye. A couple of games here and there, you know. So, but that never, never. never really Did I hear that Ross County were rumoured to be sort of sniffing about you at one stage or another? So I, so I heard. Um, one of the committee told someone who knew someone and kind of mm-hmm. filtered back to me, but I never, you know, never took it with Aye. took Aye. it with a pinch of salt. If you know what I mean, I never 
hurt anything from the horse's mouth. So I just kind of, <laughs> you know, just try to keep, just try to keep playing my best, you know, and hopefully that was. And that's the um, were true. So. Yeah, but and, and that, they were sniffing about, despite the rumours that uh, you had an awful penalty uh, record. I believe the rumour is you've never ever saved a penalty. Probably in my later in my later career, yeah. yeah I you I can know, imagine who that came from. Came from, yeah, yeah, yeah Mister McPherson. That was a late a late text just before we, we came on to record. No, the thing, what, what 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 the frustrating thing was like saved quite a lot of penalty even for for uh, for Bucky Rovers. And mm. There was a penalty shootout against New Elgin who I went on to sign for it. I saved three out of the five penalties. <laughs> no, three out of the four penalties. Sorry. Um, and I saved a couple more, and even when I was, I was at Blackburn Amateurs, I saved seven out of eleven penalties. You know? And then, <laughs> and from after that, and just I must have used up all my, my penalty saves. Since, uh, <laughs> my first game for Lewis United, I saved a penalty, and then that was it. You know. Oh well. So we'll put that. I, 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 I just stopped diving for it after a while because I knew I wasn't going to save it. <laughs> but uh, you mentioned it there, uh, New Elgin. Bucky Thistle will put you back out on loan, and this time. You kind of chose to go to New Elgin, um, yeah, and a great club. You said the uh, the people involved, mm-hmm. uh, the nicest, the nicest bunch of people and players that I've ever met in my whole football time. Okay, that's they're a big just, statement. Yeah, they're just absolutely. In a way, I kind of regret signing for New Elgin. Because mm. this is going to sound horrible, <laughs> but I don't. I kind of regret, but don't regret signing for because if I didn't sign from, I would have met them. I wouldn't have met these people, ah, you yeah, know. And, yeah, yeah. and they're just even from the kind. Of, they were similar to the guys at, at Vale under 16s. You know, as soon as I got, they're so welcoming. They had a close bond. Ah. They're still kind of like that Bucky Elgin, not rivalry, but mm-hmm. you know, back in the day, it was kind of it was bad. But and there's never any of that. You know, they kind of accepted me and made me feel so welcome. It was funny because when I turned up to training. There was a cutout in the Bucky paper, uh, right up in the Bucky paper, about that three penalties oh, saved in that yeah, shootout, yeah. and they actually <laughs> had it on the wall. <laughs> so it was just something like that, you know. What I mean, but uh, it was just that was the most kind of confusing, frustrated season I've ever been involved in. Okay. I thought I had a very good season at Bucky Rovers. You know, obviously great learning experience. Yeah. Um, you know, learned a lot, made a lot of mistakes, learned from my mistakes. Like I said, working with, with Graham was, was absolutely brilliant. You know, I kind of regret no, not continuing that on with them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I was kind of like, you know, New York showed a bit of interest. I was, Bucky had lost quite a few players, lost obviously like Mark Wood, you know, a couple of other players kind of moved on. Yeah. You know, Mark Wood's Mark Wood scoring 40, 50 goals a season, whatever it was. You know, take that out any team, it's going to make a difference. Yeah, so I wasn't kind of sure, you know, like you kind of went to... You kind of went to Bucky and it was kind of, you're there to play football, you know? Aye, aye. And when I went to New Elgin, they kind of had like that welcoming, warm kind of bond, you know? Mm-hmm. And some of the nights that I had with New Elgin, but absolutely, uh-huh. I never laughed so much in my days. Joanna's? You know, just, oh, yeah. <laughs> several nights in Joanna's, you know? just But just, just the banter with them. And, aye, yeah. You know, like I was one of these ones, you know, we were in the shower and cooking, washing the shampoo on my hair and they're still pouring more shampoo <laughs> on my head so I was there for like 45 minutes no missing the last bus back to Bucky you know because I was trying to get the shampoo up my hair so but no they just looked after that's me that's when you needed shampoo yeah yeah now I've gone kind of solar powered now you know lost all the hair so but um, yeah uh, five cup finals though yeah that's without that's a winner's medal subject. Aye. unbelievable yeah, I know I know I know 
even even one of the finals was actually held at our ground as well. And I think we were actually up at three three one at one point, and we ended oh. up getting beat four three or something like that. So it's yeah, it was just weird because. I had a good season with, with Bucky, you know, performing quite mm-hmm. consistently, obviously without kind of mistaken game here and there kind of thing. Um, still playing very well for under 18s and under 21s, I thought. Um, yeah. But without, I just, I don't know, I couldn't, I just couldn't find my form. You know uh, what I mean? It yeah. was, it was just weird because just like shots were getting taken. Yeah, shots were getting taken and they were just going in. It, was like, <laughs> it wasn't like I was fumbling through my legs. It was just like right in the corner, top uh, corner, you know, deflection off the post. And I, I, honestly, I, I couldn't, I just couldn't see it. it just, I just couldn't find my form. And then I was getting frustrated because mm-hmm. I was, wasn't playing as well as I should have um, on the Saturday. And then I was playing on the Monday or Tuesday for Bucky and I was <laughs> back to kind of like my more normal self, you know, so... I think I started getting angry during the games and that was affecting my performance. I was confused okay. why I was getting that. You know, it's it, it just, I guess, a good learning experience, but an awful learning experience uh, mm-hmm. at the time, mm-hmm. you know. So, but um, no, like I said, the, on, on paper, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, New Elgin should have been top of that, near the top of that table. You know, you had boys who were fully experienced. Guys came from like, uh, we had one guy, Sean Noble, he came from Elgin City. We had okay. guy, Ross Rookaby, he came from Ross County. You know, just aye, aye. you saw them in training, just fantastic. You know, and then just the game, just sometimes it just clicked. doesn't click, does it? Aye, That's yeah. It. And that was the first kind of season I've ever, I've ever had that. You know, and then I kind of feel sorry for to New Elgin that I never showed them what I could do. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Apart from that penalty shoot I had against them, you know. So, and I'm not really sure if it's happening in Elgin because. No, they used to have two or three junior teams, didn't they? And now they've yeah, got one, be, and they're all languishing on sort of doing me White Bishop Hills Mill, and that. And yeah. oh, Elgin, the size Mill, of Elgin, Lossie, Lossie United, Bishop Mill, and Lossie, and I got a junior team now either. So it's no, what's Bishop going Mill on? Because there's another, there's another team. I'm sure there's another team. Um, but, aye, there was uh, Falkabers. Falkabers as well. They've kind of come and gone. They're gone again. So, yeah, yeah. There must be some yeah. great players in about that area. That you know, there's enough. Of a catchment that they could hit a couple yeah. of good junior teams, especially if Banff and White Hills can put teams out. Yeah, yeah, like so, because I've kind of moved through Tyburn, I kind of kind of lost touch with yeah. all that kind of what's happening up that way. You know, like a lot of the guys mm. I was involved with, 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 uh, with New Elgin have obviously moved on to different. different I'm guessing, now. like, if it's happening in, uh, in Fitban Tuesdays, is that the the higher the level, they're hoovering up all the players and stockpiling them, aren't they? So I'm guessing the Elgin City are stockpiling a lot of players that otherwise would have been playing junior football, and then they're disillusioned yeah, yeah, once they get released. They're disillusioned with football. Yeah, possibly. I don't know. Like I said, I just kind of lost all contact with with, with what's going on up there. Uh, you know, even in Bucky, mm-hmm. I don't even don't know who's who and what's what. Okay. And if there's still a boys' club, you know, what I mean? so, which I'm sure there is, but uh, kind of the boys' club, kind of as I got older, kind of at the time. And I just, yeah, became non-existent really. You know, <laughs> from from one point, you were having to wait two weeks to get a game to, you know, yeah, you had like fifth years playing with like first years against first years and stuff, and it's just trying to make up numbers. And it, yeah, it just right. it became a bit of a disaster, which is unfortunate. So you you talked about that period where you played about 104 games that season. You wanted some some time out, but you got an yeah. unexpected call from Devon's side uh, did. during that time yeah. out, I believe it did it was Jackie Jackie Reed and, and Alfie Morrison were the managers at the time okay kind of I kind of knew Alfie Morrison because him him and my dad knew each other mm-hmm. and uh so I kind of knew who he was um but yeah I got a phone call from Jackie just out of the blue you know like I had I didn't even at that point I didn't even attempted a preseason 
at all. You know, no. it was just kind of, I was like, no, I've had enough. I don't want to, <laughs> I just want a, a year out. And uh, at that time, you know, it was a different side with kind of best. They were there in the North Juniors winning everything. You know, mm-hmm. they were won the league four or five years in a row, probably more than that. Or, or um, and this was the season that they were moving up to Aberdeen aye. kind of leagues, or well, I don't know what they call it now. Is it northeast and west? North, what the leagues aye. are now. So mm-hmm. it was a super, it was super league at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was like, well, brilliant, you know, it was the best kind of team in the, in in that area. Uh-huh. Asking me to sign, so it kind of gave me a bit of a a boosty spur yeah mm-hmm. yeah so but at that time i kind of signed and found out that quite a lot of players were leaving you know kind of okay. the, you know some some experienced defenders and all that kind of stuff were, were leaving strass okay. bay were spending a lot of money at the time and mm-hmm. um, i think they took a few of their players as well okay. um, so i think a lot of people didn't want to travel through Taberdeen every second week yeah so uh but yeah no i went along and and, and signed and yeah it was really really good oh. really good experience tough tough league yeah, tough, yeah, yeah. So a lot of players had left, but who were the who were the leaders and the the characters and the great players on oh, the different the, side of that well, team? Well, you had the Kenny, Kenny Binney, Binney Mike, I, Mikey Anderson, yeah. Ian Cormick, uh, Mikey Finley, Lee Bowie was there. Oh, mm-hmm. um, uh, Derek, Derek Hepburn. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think who else was there. Stuart Flett. Aye, quality, quality. Yeah, so uh, yeah, he was quality player. Yeah, quality player. Um, but yeah, no, it, was, it, was, it was still quite a good mix of experience there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was a tough league against a lot of tough, tough teams. You know, big spenders are through in Aberdeen. You know, That's right. it'd have been a big step up for them at that point. Yeah, especially we had a kind of, kind of few. No, no disrespect to to, to like to Mikey Anderson and Ian Cormick, not even though they're quality players. You know, you can see the legs weren't weren't. Ah, they were uh, They were knocking on at that stage. Yeah, which is unfortunate because you can still see the quality. Like I played mm-hmm. with Ian, Ian, Ian Cormick, kind of Bucky as well. So aye, he, aye. he he was all about. Um, but he got he got injured pretty on earlier on. Mm-hmm. I think with his back and and you know Mike Anderson was yeah, guy read the game like a book. You know what I mean? So, ah, yeah, yeah. For a first small for, he wasn't the biggest, but he can fair he can fair to win a header. Some good uh, Scottish Cup trips though a memorable one away at Ashfield was it oh yeah that was uh, <laughs> that was a mess I think I think we actually had about 14 players or something like okay. that you know but yeah it was that was an experience on the way back jeez we absolutely ruined that bus <laughs> boys being sick in their blazers yeah, I remember I remember one of the players falling asleep in the toilet you know and yeah <laughs> it was uh, I'll be uh, my own band Different coaches, banned. I think it was actually a mains bus. Oh, right. <laughs> I, think, okay. I think we got. Uh, I think we did get banned from it. <laughs> but I think there's. I can remember me and Kenny Binney cleaning up the bus. Yeah, just like <laughs> there spew all over the place. The bus was stinking. Tough you know, bus journey. That I, yeah. There's a few. Like I said, there's a few of us from 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 Bucky. You know what I mean? I was the one. Like uh, uh-huh. I was drinking much at that point. I was the one walking <laughs> them home. You know what I mean? Making sure they got home all right. <laughs> Stopping every couple hundred yards for a spew, you know. So uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, really uh-huh. that bus. I, don't, I think that bus probably just got scrapped. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> probably would have cost too much to clean inside. <laughs> um, nah, I think tra- tragedy nearly struck at, at some point here in this spell. Did it? In a, a car crash meant you missed a lot of the next season. Yeah, yeah. We finished. We well, the, that season was a bit of a basement battle, but we survived. I think we finished as a third or fourth bottom. Okay. By a, by a few points as well, so I think we were quite comfortable near the end. But uh, yeah, the following season, uh, I think it was just a second game in. I was in a, a car accident, knackered my shoulder. 
Okay. And uh, that was me out for the, well, till the, towards the end of the season, managed to get 50 minutes of the last game of the season. <laughs> it was a hell of a season. <laughs> None conceded. None conceded. No, I don't think so. I don't think so on that, that 10, 15 minutes, that kind of appearance. But uh, yeah, no, that was a, that was a, a horrible experience, you know. So Aye. at the time I was, uh, I was training with um, Wilson's 11 back okay. then, who are now Bridget on Thistle. Yeah. And because uh, I was at that point, I'd moved through to Aberdeen, so I was kind of traveling back and forth to to Bamford training once a week, and then mm-hmm. I was training with Wilson's Eleven for one of the other days to save me going through both. And uh, Dave Ronald, who was the manager at the time, he let me use their physio, you know, to get oh, to get back to fitness, which mm-hmm. didn't ask for a penny, didn't ask seven to five for a penny, and I thought that was just a fantastic gesture from him. And he actually treated me like one of his players, mm-hmm. and. Uh, yeah, good bunch of guys uh, as well. You know, okay, being lucky okay. to kind of every team, every team I've been to, being a good bunch of guys. But not Dave Ronald was was fantastic, helped me in the road to recovery with that. Like so, brilliant. brilliant. You dropped uh, dropped the pecking order a bit from from Mike Ian and Ian took the job. Did you? And yeah, transfer yeah, to Whitehall's beckoned. Yeah, um, the, the thing was getting to that point. I was getting so many teams. I was just working my way through the list. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. I, I, I got back to fitness, you know, I came back pre-season, I think, in pretty good shape, but I struggled to find my form, you know, mm-hmm. like I was playing and I think I was coming things I shouldn't have been coming for or not coming when I should have been coming and uh, I just I just wasn't myself from that first full season I had with them and mm-hmm. at the time I kind of was annoyed they got another keeper in, but obviously now I've matured a bit, totally understand why, you know. Who, and, came, uh, who came in to take your place? It was, it was the White Hills keeper, is it Rod, Rod McKinnon? Okay, aye, aye. So he, he came in. Um, and Rod was a good keeper, wasn't he? he yeah, I, I never I never met him personally no. myself, but uh, yeah, you know, I was an experienced keeper at the time, you know, mm. so um, I understand why, you know, obviously Mike, yeah. Mike and Ian went out from, you know, obviously they've got to look after a team, you know, so. Um, but the way... The way it was kind of done was wasn't really you no know, the kind of no, you want to swap, swap. no. <laughs> well, I got a phone call on the Friday from the White Hills manager saying, "Oh, Devon Side of Soldier," and I'm like, "What? <laughs> you know who who are you? You know I thought it was like kind of like someone taking the mic to start Hi. with." And he goes, "Oh, such such from White Hills, you know we've uh, you know we put a bit in and Devon Side have accepted it." Mm. And I'm like, "Hold on, this and that's when I found out, but that you know." they assigned Rod uh-huh. I'm sitting there phoning Mike going what the hell oh yeah uh, he should not phone you we were going to tell you that and I was like, <laughs> so yeah it was done it was done you know what I mean so it's football and like, like I said I totally understand why but like I said this thought could be done a little bit better maybe the mm-hmm. White Hills manager at the time shouldn't have jumped the gun and phoned me but um, I think it was just a bit of a a panic at the time I just said right okay I'll go uh-huh. you know um just just to keep playing, you know, obviously I just want to kind of find my form again, but maybe it was a decision I never fully thought through. No, and I think to make matters worse, the, uh, the FA registered you for the wrong team, did they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I played the first game, I think because I got released and I played the first game as a trialist. Okay. I think it was a girl cup and then there was a league, league game and I got my letter through from the, the SFA saying, oh, you, you we've registered you for Whitehill Welfare. <laughs> and I'm like, eh? They were so a better forward. club at least. I know, I know. I would have actually traveled down there to play for him, you know. But um, yeah, so I phoned the manager saying, yeah, I can't play tomorrow. He's like, why not? And I was thinking it was like the world had ended. I was like, this register my forms as well, welfare. <laughs> I missed the next game. So yeah, that was, yeah, that was Nightmare. probably the, 
only good thing that kind of came out that that uh, little short spell I had. Uh, yeah, I think you told me you never really got going or, or enjoyed it. No, who were you playing either. alongside? Do you remember a few, few local uh, names there? There was John Milne. Oh, right. Um, he's now a linesman. Kinda, yeah, I still I still see him at the kids' festivals now and then. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's he's a lovely guy. He's you know he's kind of stops and says hi every time I see him. So he was he was good. Um, yeah, Colin Brook. Brookie, yeah, eh? good pal of mine. Um, trying to think who else. I was a big tall guy, Mikey. Oh, he was uh, Watson for a while. Watson, yeah, that's it. He was uh, there. He was there for a long time. It was like a, he, the tallest boy in the team, and he often took a corner. <laughs> and there's uh, there's another guy called Wayne. I can't remember his name now. I can't remember his last name. But his first name was Wayne. I remember he came into the change room and he had hair dye still in. He had to go have a shower before he went out for his warm up. <laughs> and I was sitting there going, "What the hell?" You know, this guy's coming with hair dye. Oh, I, I can't find you. I mean, his last name's escaped my mind. He was a bit, he was nuts, wasn't he? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good uh, he was a class player. I mean, yeah, he played for Fogie, I think, for a spell. He was quality. Oh, yeah. oh Brookie will ken his <laughs> name. Brookie will text me if he listens and tell me his second name. Can't I mind? Yeah. No, it was it was a shame. It was just like there was only there a handful of games, and, and you know it was just I think just I rushed the decision to go. Um, where you know I was kind of struggling getting through to even every side for training. You know, being in Aberdeen, and you know maybe if I thought about it again, I would have said right, maybe say, try find somewhere in Aberdeen where I didn't have to travel ah, yeah, before the bypasses yeah. and all that kind of right. stuff. So night traffic was a nightmare, you know. And yeah, it was taking me like an hour and a half to get through for training and stuff. So. Mm-hmm. so uh, but a club you went to next, you did enjoy. It was Buckinghaven Hearts, was it? That was a, yeah. a better fit for you. Yeah, it was because I got a bad injury, at, <laughs> another injury, and a <laughs> bad clash of heads at White White Hills where Aye. I broke my nose and I was out cold. Um, and uh, yeah, I got for about three months, three four months, where I had to, I had to go get it fixed in that bit. When I was training with Wilson's Eleven, I was training with uh, Alan Crockett, and he mm-hmm. was he was involved with Buckinghaven Hearts at the time, but he yeah. was taking the keeper at. At uh, at Wilson's and uh, Mark Kerr. Oh, I Mark Kerr. Really keeper there, and I still, yeah, I still keep in contact with Mark. Really, the Ellen manager. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Was hmm. yeah, what a machine he is to train with. Wow. Okay, I absolutely quality. The oldest, the oldest guy there for about, about four years, but still <laughs> at the front of the queue. You know what I mean? When it's coming to run in, and I thought I was young and fit, but nothing compared to this guy. Like, okay, I brilliant, brilliant guy, brilliant trainer. Really helpful advice, just a cracking keeper all around as well. So magic. Um, but yeah, I went to Alan's. He said, "Look, he goes, we're needing a keeper till the end of the season." I says, "Well, look, I can only play till up to to May because I'm scheduling for an operation." So he said, mm-hmm. "Look, I find it's three three and a half months of training, uh, three months of games." Aye. So I says, "Yeah, fine, let's do it." But uh, there are another bunch of uh, good guys as well. I thought they were going to be. Oh, he's a, an outsider us Aye. peter headloons you know but i know they're really welcome and i think i think obviously knowing alan as well um Aye, he, he was he's he's been so he was so helpful at the time um with the training and, and getting me involved and helped me settling and all that kind of stuff so but no they're a good 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 bond good bunch of players as well. and stuff. uh yeah they've kind of welcomed quite quite early in as well so Aye. Aye. as you say it wasn't along there and and, and mark Kerr, obviously a good goalie so um you ended up going to Hall Russell next. How, yep, how are yeah, they as a club? Uh, Whenever we went there, they always strike me as just a team of giants. Eh? It, was, it was a tough game there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, were, they were a team of giants. They had two, two brothers playing there. They must have been about seven foot each. Ah, oh, a so. couple of massive boys in there. Like. Yeah, 
but no, that that was good. That was good. Um, they, they started off well as well. I had three clean sheets my first three games. So Aye. it was one of the first my first game was against Buckingham Hearts as well. <laughs> <laughs> I think so, you said uh, to me your goalkeeping coach there was a pleasure to work with as well, was he? Yeah, Chris Chris Ainsley. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's ex ex Nottingham Forest. I think he was involved with locals for a while as Aye. well. But he, yeah, he he took the keepers there. And I've never seen a keeper who can throw harder than throw harder than he can kick <laughs> his, honestly his throws were like a, honestly I used to shit myself every time he, th- he used to throw the ball at us you know but uh, no he was good it was, it was it's weird because every keeper coach I've been with I've had like a different method you know I'm a different style mm-hmm. like Alan Crocker was more kind of like fitness and, and speed and, and Chris was like no just diving your keepers you dive so we're diving you know and all of his drills is like diving you know and it was good. It was good. I really enjoyed it. Worked well with the the, the keepers that were there as well. So mm. um, yeah, brilliant, well, brilliant. Good. Some good players there. Yeah, there was. Um, they had a good mix as well. You know what I mean? So I had quite a few a couple of boys on loan from Keith at the time. Okay. Um, had a few boys who were played up front. Had played juniors for a while, scoring goals and stuff. And, you know, it was, it was it was a good it was a good team. Didn't didn't score didn't uh, leak many goals. Um, no. Quite a strong team. I remember we played Parkville, who who won the season the year. We beat them at home. Caleville okay. finished second. We no. beat them at home. So we didn't, you know, we weren't, we didn't get beat. If we got beat, we didn't get beat by much. No. You know, it was no. really, really, really close. Good stuff. But uh, injury struck again, a groin injury, and you yeah. were told you'd never play football again. Yeah, I've, like, I've always kind of had kind of like stiff hips and kind of groins. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was just training pain and just not stretching properly, whatever it was, you know, uh-huh. and one game I was playing um, up at Buckingham and Hearts and I kind of felt, I felt something kind of go in my kind of groin, you know, but I didn't feel like anything, anything pain, like really, really pain, but I felt something was, something was up. Uh, yeah. And then uh, I remember later on that night, I was just in agony, you know, and then I couldn't really train properly and you know, I was playing the game and I was, I was probably only playing about 70, 60, 70% uh, yeah. that night. It was just, the pain was just, oh, I could, I could hardly walk. And I said, right, something, something's up here. You know, I played another like three, four games in total. And mm-hmm. So I got doctors and specialists and scans and all this kind of stuff. And basically said that the torn groin is because I've got a condition called hip impingement, which okay. Andy Murray, the tennis player. Yes, that's right. Yeah. That's what he's got. He's got something similar. So, okay. so the doctor says, right, you know, if you want to get to this, you want to do that, you want to play this again, because you're not going to be able to, you know, you're always going to have this problem, you mm-hmm. know, you, you won't play again, you won't be able to run properly again, blah, blah, blah. So I'm sitting there going, got know, time. <laughs> playing football three, four times a week, training games and stuff to, yeah, you're not playing ever again. I was just like, wow. Do you think all so, those games you played as a youngster, 100 games a season, had any impact on sort of the injuries probably. that you had throughout your probably. career? Probably. Probably. Because obviously we have a bit of a go at kids now who, and they kind of play more than one game a, a weekend, but it is for a reason, isn't it? And and, and maybe that's why those injuries think, were getting picked what, up. I think what it was a lot of the times was I was playing a game or training or something like that, and then I was stuck in a bus for like forty five minutes <sighs> an hour to get aye, home. You know aye. what I mean? Late at night and probably not stretching properly. And aye, stuff. That's right. This was more kind of yeah, was mechanical. Obviously, just with the way mm-hmm. my hip hip sorry, joint kind of grew, you know. So okay. that was a massive. Massive kind of low mm-hmm. at the time, you know. Mm-hmm. So, how did how did that feel when you got that news? You you kind of play because obviously you then had seven years out. It must have been you must have been good. Yeah, like I just never thought, oh God, I'm never going to play football again, you know. Uh-huh. And you just kind of I just accepted it, you know. And then I think not being involved as much, I kind of stopped 
following the game as much you know oh, i was kind of lost interest i wasn't even watching games on tv and stuff you know okay. maybe odd match of the day but i just wasn't really bothered about football after that so no. that kind of helped in not missing it oh, so, yeah. Yeah. oh okay so seven years out and i think you tell me you're at you had a fair old battle with, with fitness and, and weight gain. Uh, it's oh, a battle yeah, that I can yeah. uh, sympathise with. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, the diet just what, what I could eat and shuffle down before, which just used to burn away by oh, itself, yeah. didn't burn away anymore, you know. No. So obviously, it was like nights out drinking and not watching what I was eating, no exercise, like from being so active and oh, so much yeah. exercise to like a click of a finger is nothing, you know, and realised that my body didn't burn it off the way it used to. So. Yeah. Did, did, did I read you, that you had to, you basically had to shift five stone before you got back playing? Yeah. I, <laughs> I, nearly, I nearly let myself go to like what, 17, 18 stone. Aye, yeah. And um, it got to that point where I just say, right, I need to do something about this, you know? So I went to go, I went to go to the same physio that Wilson's 11 that mm-hmm. we used at the time. Yeah. So I told him the story and all that kind of stuff. And he says, what doctor told you this? And I says, oh, he goes, well, don't listen to him. You know, he goes, you can get back if you want. You know, he says, Instead of, you know, if you used to run marathons Aye. and you can't run marathons anymore, because I, I was always trying to like, right, I need to get back to that level again. Mm-hmm. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's what I'm used to. That's what I was, you know, that's yeah. what I, used, I did when I grew up. Because rather than if you can't do marathons, but you could do half marathons with pain free. So it's just do more half marathons. Aye. Aye. So I was like, oh, OK, I never, never thought about it like that. You know, so you just got to watch. Do. Okay. If you try something and you break down avoid it you know so mm-hmm. it was a lot it was a lot of kind of like trial and error you know i did a lot of swimming um yeah. at this point i had kind of my arches and my feet collapsed so i was getting shin splints a lot mm-hmm. and i had to go get like special insoles which cost me like 400 quid but, <laughs> but honestly these things like made an instant difference uh, so once i got well shin pain free yeah, um, yeah that was me i was off you know i was I'm running flying, swimming eh? yeah Go doing on. a lot of swimming and then like so I just wanted to kind of get fit, and I had no interest in going back to playing football again. You know, but no. I started playing kind of like fives, like five sides with my pals and stuff. Yeah, and I was happy just doing that. You know, getting to run around, kick the ball about, have my turning goals. And as soon as you're back, back on that field, you get the buzz, don't you? You want to go well, as high as you can again. Because <laughs> what happened? There was I was actually playing a game of sevens at uh, Sports Village, mm. and I was in goals, and I made this save it was a brilliant save and, and that save just sparked something in me Aye. I don't know what it was it was just the buzz and the drinks I knew it was a good save and mm. this mm. overwhelming adrenaline and I was like whoa I missed that you know and that's what <laughs> actually started that's what actually said right I'm going to go see if I can get myself again Aye. Aye. so you had a stint in, a, in amateurs didn't you to, to sort of put yourself back in the short window and it was an interesting <laughs> spell was it wow yeah that's <laughs> Like I'll 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 put my hand up and say you know I thought I was going to be too good for amateur I thought I'm going to be rubbish and you know I was like yeah no this will be easy it'll be a good kind of introduction back into football blah blah, blah. but wow that was that was that a learning experience uh-huh. <laughs> you know, it's it's yeah good standard you know like the team I signed for was a Blackburn amateurs at the mm-hmm. time was through a guy I used to work with he was, he was involved with it and he says oh we're in the keeper so I said look I haven't played for seven years I'll, huh. I'll get back in because I only played a couple friendlies before that you know I, I went yeah. back pre-season training with, with, with Buckinghaven for a couple of sessions mm. played a friendly for them played a couple of friendlies for Stevie McPherson when for his amateur mm-hmm. team at the time so um I says right, okay, I'll I'll turn up, you know, <laughs> but yeah, you know, boys turning up ten minutes before kickoff, you know, 
like fag in the mouth type thing you know? <laughs> and uh yeah i remember playing against it was it was king course i remember playing and they were they were a top team at the time um and we were three nothing down <laughs> and it was in the 90 minutes and the referee says there's like three or four minutes left and we drew three three Cheap. you know I've never <laughs> i've never played a game where you can be up five or six no uh, ten minutes left and get beat like ten six or something like that <laughs> You know, it's just, uh, it's you know, league. oh, it's the thing is that every single team, even from the bottom league, a top team in the bottom league, mm-hmm. have quality players, but they, it's just pals who want to play with pals, you know That's what right. I mean? And it's, yeah. Yeah. there's people who don't want to commit to, to the levels yeah. of juniors and higher leagues, but there are some some gems floating about the yeah. amateurs that's for sure yeah yeah i remember so i remember playing against a team who were bottom of the third division at the time and i and and i knew the guy and i was like what the hell are you doing playing with these guys i just want to play my pals i was like you should be playing hide and league no, no, i can't be bothered with that you know Aye. and it is this boys just want to kick about you know and fair and, enough but fair enough yeah some cracking players in that league you know Aye. and uh yeah it's uh it was a hell of a hell of an experience, you know, oh, from glass being in your goal mouth to <laughs> dog dirt being in the goal mouth uh-huh. as well. And I remember, I remember, I was playing one one game, and the guy was going one of the committee teams or or whoever we were playing against was going around with a bucket with a shovel, you know, shoveling up all this stuff and dog dirt and all this kind of stuff. And I said, oh, look, you know, I said, I said yeah, yeah, and uh, I says, look, there's some glass and 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 dog dog poo in, in the goal mouth. And he goes, you've got gloves, pick it up your effing self. And I'm sitting there going, what the hell, it's your pitch, you know what I mean? So I'm just like, that was my kind of, I'm like, nah, I can't I can't do amateurs anymore, you know. Uh, I'm still kind of used to like that, yeah. you know. You go in at half time and you go in before kickoff, get chained, get ready. You know, you come out, you have your 15 minutes break where, you know, half times there was like hot potatoes, you know what I mean? It was like who, whoever can turn half's quickest wins, you know what I mean? Uh, like yeah. run from one goal to the other before the whistle started again, you know. So, <laughs> Yeah, it was a. Yeah. It was. It was. Uh, yeah, no, I signed for Blackburn just to get myself back into ah. the kind of junior shop window, mm. you know. So. And they soon came an awk, and I think Sonny Bank were after you, but you went to Lewis first uh, before uh, sort of kidney yeah. problems this time. <laughs> yeah, I had a. Yeah, I had an offer from from Sunny Bank. It was uh, Lewis Muirhead, who was manager at the time. He okay, asked me yeah. to come along training, mm-hmm. um, obviously have a look look at things and see how it goes. But at the time, I just had my my uh my my eldest boy so it's kind of like well i've just had him you know yeah don't know what fatherhood's going to be like and i just thought the timing was a bit wrong mm-hmm. um and bridget dawn thistle came in just slightly before that and i said look just wait to have a kid so the timing was wrong etc cetera, etc cetera. so ah. um so that kind of season finished um that picked up player of the year as well which was i had to throw that one in there oh, nice. i want a player of the year uh-huh. so um but anyone playing in goals for Blackford that season with one player of the year because the amount of cannons that he had to, honestly, it was just like a <laughs> shots coming from all of left, right, and center, you know. So, Aye. but yeah, then Lewis United asked me to sign that that uh, that uh, that summer. So, mm. but that was a similar kind of situation with New Elgin. I just I had two good seasons at at Blackburn, uh, where yeah. you know I just it just couldn't. Yeah, and then. I find that as frustrating that uh, as as New Elgin, I think, because I knew it was going to be a similar kind of season, but yeah. I just couldn't find a consistent bat form, you know, which it was a bit bit frustrating, you know. But uh, these things happen. But yeah, I picked up a, a bad injury and in training had a clash at training, going for a ball, and I kind of had a similar. I heard uh, is it Blair, Blair, yeah, a couple of, yeah, he had something similar, but yeah, I had something similar as well. Got absolutely clear, and I thought I just got winded, you know. Ah, uh, yeah. 
I remember walking around and going, God, this doesn't feel like being winded, you know? <laughs> so I went, train had finished, and I went home and I was like, God, I'm bursting for, for, for a toilet. Oh, yeah. So I went, it was obviously number one, sorry to be graphic, but <laughs> it came out, it was like, it was like wine that came out, and I'm sitting there going, yeah. "Holy shit, that's not that's not normal." I read wine. So I phoned. Yeah, I phoned. Uh, I phoned. I just tight four. Said, "Look, no, this is happening." Goes right. Can you get A and E right away? You know. So mm. I was like, "Yeah, hey, okay. I'll, I'll probably just get a scan. I'll be home in a couple hours." Uh-huh. And uh, you know, there's someone sitting there waiting with me at a wheelchair at the, at the <laughs> main door, and you know, there's a doctor waiting there and everything, and got rushed upstairs and everything. I'm sitting there going, "What the hell is going on?" Yeah. You know? <laughs> He's like, oh, no, this is your kidney, and this could be serious. And uh-huh. put straight into a scan, hooked up all these machines and Keep everything. I'm like, I'm sitting there going, what the hell is going on, you know? Uh-huh. I know that Blair said and, he was very close to sort of being, well, one death, but the, the next step up was sort of being, having a bag, basically, for the, no, for the rest well, of his life. I don't life. think I was... Uh, I don't think I was as, as close as that, like, mm. but uh, I, feel, I feel Blair's pain like, but... Uh, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I at that point I was sitting there going, "This is this is serious," uh-huh. and I'm yeah. sitting there going, "Oh, can you know, uh, why be going home tonight?" He's like, "No, you won't be going home for a few days." And I'm sitting there going, oh, sure. "I just had a kid, and uh-huh. my wife's on her own. No panic, she's going to go nuts and all this kind of stuff." And uh-huh. we're getting up. Remember getting up during the night. You know, I had all the, this stand I had to take with me. I had needles and everything mm. sticking out of me and all this kind of stuff. And I went to go to the toilet and I actually collapsed in the toilets. Oh. And the nurse found me in the toilet, you know, uh, absolutely yeah. cold. I can't remember. I got rushed back. It was a morphine, and yeah, that was a that was a scary, yeah, tough one. Eh? Tough one. I haven't told my wife all that, so make sure you edit that out. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> what I say. You obviously haven't, because she she let you back to play again, and and you did join Sunnybank eventually. And I think you said yeah. that you played some of your best football there, did you? I did. I did. I got uh, <laughs> I got fit again, and yet another two days. For the no, three days before the season started, I mm. picked up a, a knee injury, um, saving a shot. The ball just came off my toe and twisted my knee. <laughs> so uh, that was what, July, August time. Mm. You know, that, that set me out for a couple months. And then I got um, trying to get back training. I was training with Stevie, Stevie McPherson's team because they had a keeper coach at the time. And oh. I was feeling fine. And then my knee went to training again. And then obviously told Lewis and he said, right, we're you need to get another keeper. We don't know how long you're going to be out for. Right. So I got transfer listed, and and uh, Robbie Duncan, who was manager at Sunnybank at the time, or co-manager at Sunnybank at the time, mm-hmm. um, asked me to asked me to sign. So forever grateful for him for taking a chance on me. Because at the time, right. I still I was kind of like fifty fifty. I was going to carry on playing on or not. You know, I thought I was like, right, this yeah. is too many injuries, and so I just said, right, that was like that was like October time. I said, right, I'll just train a month, see how I get on. Knee was feeling fine. I was getting through physio. Um, uh, Sorry, Mike helped with the physio. Um, and yeah, I got back playing kind of pain free and uh, managed to, got signed and played in, played in the January of my first game for Sunnybank, got a clean sheet. And then, well, actually, actually, I played. I played against Banks of D. Okay. In a, in, between Christmas and New Year, and I think he got beat like eight uh, nil. Well, I was sitting there going. Nah, uh, <laughs> finished. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I goes right. Okay, I'll play. I'll play a league game. And yeah, clean sheet in the league game. So, uh, and that's when it all kind of, I think, the form just, I just found a mm-hmm. bit of form. Mm-hmm. Something just clicked into place with 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 the guys at Sunnybank. But it's true for goalies, isn't it? That sort of the main experience you had it does help. But does you know you see goalies in their best form late twenties, early thirties, don't you? Because it is a position you need experience to do well. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's oh, no many young goalies that will hit the ground running. 
No, no. There's definitely there's things that I was doing differently to maybe my Bucky Rovers days and mm-hmm. the New Elgin days. You know that I learned from like even positioning and and my communication had massively improved from back those days as well. And I think that comes from the guy Davy Ingram, who I played with at Hall Russell. Okay, he was in the kind of end stage of his career and mm-hmm. he played right back but this guy never stopped talking the whole game you okay. know and it wasn't like abuse or no, you should be no, doing it's... this you should be doing that it was kind of like you know just compliments and just and i think that's what bought me through the games you know mm-hmm. and i'm sitting there going god I, I need to listen to this guy you know and, and yeah. i did you know and yeah. i picked up and started listening to the shouts you know and and i kind of took like that kind of approach to how i you know Nah. spoke to my defenders and there's and nothing worse than a mute of, goalie is there you need your goalie to be talking all the time yeah obviously yeah. I probably could have spoke more than what some some players are saying but like from back in the day i probably say my, my communication would probably let me down okay a right. lot mm-hmm. in the earlier days um but that's something i think you get with experience comes with experience and confidence doesn't it yeah, yeah and i took what obviously what alan cormy did to me that day and how he spoke me through games and, mm-hmm. and you know because i remember I turned up for under 18, under 21 games and I saw Alan sitting there. It just kind of relaxed me, you know, and I think that's maybe why I played so well. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I've got, I've got like, say, Alan Cormier in front of me, Graham Grant, these guys are quality, you know what I mean? And, you know, I I think that, that, I think that helped my performance as well. And and maybe that approach maybe helped me click with the, the back four at Sunnybank. You said you had a great combo with the the back four. Yeah, I've never, I, I, I've never had that kind of <laughs> that kind of bond, you know. Mm-hmm. Like the the even from I think, uh, I'll maybe maybe I'll maybe get corrected here, but I remember when I Sunny Bank at the time were were struggling. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that season I signed, we ended up finished like fourth ball. But at that time, before I arrived, they were like averaging like six goals against per game or something like that. Okay. So just and hammered. But Robbie and and and, and Keith did a good job obviously you know turning that team around yeah. and I think after when I signed it came down to four goals against per game <laughs> okay nothing to brag about but it was two goals of a difference you know? but then the following the following season I don't know what happened just something just formed and the like, bond yeah. was just unreal you know the back fours it's like yeah we just we just had this understanding you know like I'll be coming for a ball and I'll be in no man's land but the defender kind of covered me and cleared it or the defender would be mm-hmm. caught and then I would be there, you know, and then someone would be at the back post and, you know, or if he would make a mistake, then I would be there to cover it. And, and it, it, I don't know what it was. It's just yeah, 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 absolutely unreal to bond. And, and we went from the worst goals against the season before to the best goals against out of the three leagues. Okay. okay. Oh, right, lowest goals conceded. Big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, quality. So I think we only had, was it 13, 13 or 14 goals against in 20 games, 22 games or something like that. So it was my best, my best uh, clean sheet record as well. I think about 32 games, I kept 14 clean sheets or something. So, but I came down to the players as well because they were just superb. But some of the saves I was making, I was making saves out off my ear, off my <laughs> gloves. You know, the tongue of my boots just happened to Aye. flap up at the right yeah. time. And, well, you make your own I'll luck, though, it. they always I'll say. I'll take it. I'll yep. take it. So. And Gordon Milne, yeah. I think you said the goalie coach helped take you to another yeah, level. He, 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 yeah, Gordon was absolutely brilliant. Just, yeah, words can't describe how good of a keeper coach this guy is. You know, just a guy who could say so many things 
without saying anything just by looking at me you know okay. what I mean because like I would do something at a game or at training and he would mm-hmm. just give me this look and I'm sitting there going I, I know he's going to say move your feet better or your hands are in the right position yeah. but just as is we had a, a terrific understanding between me and him you know I told him what I liked he would come up with drills and everything yeah. just clicked it was brilliant mm-hmm. you know and, and yeah he did his his yeah the training that he gave me and yeah, just took my game to another level. And I, I actually think as well, if I met him like kind of six or seven years before that, I probably would have had another chance to, I think he could have took me to Italian League as well. Okay, aye, aye. That you know, big of a difference. Or, or, even, or even a top junior, the Premier uh, League junior team. You okay. know? So like I said, I don't think I would I would, would be classed as the best junior keeper or the best Highland League keeper, but I think I could have made a, I did a job it, for aye. someone. It's it's for like because I mean I played in goals at you know, a lower level, but um, I never had a good day's goalie coaching in my life, and I'd, I was wondering, does a goalie coach make that much of a difference? Yeah, it I must think, do. I think if you find the right one, because mm-hmm. like I said earlier on, each keeper coach that I've worked with have a different way of doing it, and uh, I think I've picked up stuff along the way. You know what I mean? Like yeah, my yeah. Bro- like my brother has been fantastic from the word go from I think when I first kicked the football to the last time I kicked the football and he's always been there every step of the way you know I mean he he was the one giving me keeper coaching when I was when I was a kid and he was Mm, like in the basement yeah yeah it was yeah diving on concrete jumping over bags and (laughs) they wonder I was injured (laughs) I know I know it's his fault that started me off you know but uh even when we came to to even though he hated me being a keeper you know he always supported me and like he came to Denmark with me you know he's all over the place all over Scotland to watch me play and Amazing. I'm always mm-hmm. grateful for that, and he's always been massive in my football career, you know. So, Aye. Stefan, wasn't um, it? Yeah, Steph, Aye. yeah, Aye. yeah. So yeah. he's he's been brilliant. I'll tell you one thing though. See his shots. Mm-hmm. He's kind of don't know what's his better foot, his left or his right foot, because they're both wicked shots. So, <laughs> yeah, I have to get that in there. I always kind of fear his shots. Even, even Golly. to ask me now. Last kind of training session I had with him, you know, I mean, you never knew what he was going to do, but uh, but no, like if he had like uh, Alan Crockert and, and he was he was quite a lot of fitness and mm-hmm, speed mm-hmm. and footwork and which was brilliant. You had Chris Ainsley, who was all about diving technique and Aye. not much of of go do sprints and shuttles and, and all this kind of stuff. Um, Stevie Stevie was good as well. Uh, he helped me a lot with the recovery Aye. between kind of Lucian United and and uh, and. Um, Sunny Bank, so he, he was all about kind of, kind of similar to to Chris. You know, is about diving and positioning and getting your body where Gordon kind of covered everything. You know, and, and he was so effective at how he did his drills. Brilliant, brilliant. And uh, yeah, I if Gordon keeps going the way, I could see him being quite high up at goalkeeper coaching. Okay, He's absolutely Aye. fantastic. I can't praise this guy. He's still in Sunny Bank. No, he he's at Cooter now. Cooter, okay. Aye. Yeah, Aye. but I think he's involved with Aberdeen. Okay, I want to say Aberdeen ladies to some level. Right, right. Uh, right. I don't know if it's the first team or the under 19s but he's he's, he's going places. He's he, he, quite right. He's absolutely yeah, spot on. His, his training. I've never seen a guy's accuracy as good as his. His oh, power, hi. his accuracy. He's like, right, I'm pinging this top corner, bang, top corner. I was like, come oh, on, man. you know what I mean? <laughs> and he's like, right, okay, I'll do it again, bang, top corner. I was like, guys, give me a chance, you know <laughs> Class. But uh, his coaching and, and his advice and his. The confidence he gave me was, yeah, brilliant. Like, brilliant, so. brilliant. More, um, you're obviously a bit of a Jonah, bad luck, because there was more final heartache here, though. Playoff and a cup final oh, down know, the Swanee. Still, 
still <laughs> still still a sensitive subject you know what I mean? so, yeah well that uh my first full season there when we had that good run with Sunnybank it's uh finished second mm-hmm. so it resulted in a, a playoff final against Dufton right. and uh, we got beat 3-2 <laughs> So it's we had a poor first half. I'd probably put my hand up for maybe one, maybe uh-huh. two of the goals. I sh- I wouldn't say I was downright responsible for them, but I think in my own head I, I knew I should have done better. Right. Yeah. And uh, we were down two nothing, and then we came out blazing in the second half. And of course they scored an early third uh, third goal. Mm-hmm. And then after that we just pummeled them. Uh, yeah. Pummeled them for like forty minutes. And if we had another two minutes on the clock, we would have got that third. Right. It just wasn't just wasn't no. to come, but I was I've never I've never been in a team that's won promotion and never won a final or so that was <laughs> that was heartbreaking because I knew I could have uh, maybe I, done better with a couple of goals. You know, any other day we would have annihilated them uh, you know, with, yeah. with players that we had. Unfortunate. Um yeah. so obviously you hung up the gloves. Is that for good this time? Are there more comebacks in the in the pipeline? No, I hung up <laughs> I I, I I was kind of hoping, you know, with the promotion, if we won promotion, that would have been a good you know, time to finish. Yes, you know, like aye. I was kind of towards the end of that season, I was feeling my hip again. You know, mm-hmm. I was getting sports massages. I was going back to physio. So I was, I was starting to feel, you know, I wasn't able to kind of keep up that consistent level, yeah. you know. So I was like, yeah, maybe this is the body kind of telling me um, or or the wife was telling me. It was one of the two. I can't remember. But, um, yeah, no, I kind of said right I'll call that day but that didn't last long no no I ended up coming I ended up coming because every time like quite a lot of the time I get like text messages or people phone to me saying oh do you know any keepers who, <laughs> who can play for you know yeah play for us today and blah blah, blah. so I kind of said well I'm not kind of ready to play I've stopped playing um but I still quite fancy a game now and then mm-hmm. so <laughs> I ended up you know I ended up playing for 13 different teams Jeepers. That in in that preseason and kind of grow cup and all that kind of stuff, so, <laughs> which was because I got up, got my got my football buzz and aye, and, aye. and, my, and you didn't have to go to training. <laughs> no, I didn't have to go to training. I didn't have to care if I had a good game or a bad game. So I, I got a couple. I played a couple of games for Allen Juniors. Um, they won that. They won that league that we lost in the playoff. Mm, um, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. they they actually asked me to sign, but you know I was. No, I just want to kind of be that what, floater keeper, as I called it. I can just kind of come and go and play freelance, when I freelance goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. So, but that that was good. I played thirteen, thirteen different teams. Aye, aye. To... That was that would have bought a bought a Christmas presents. <laughs> Only if I got paid for. Yeah, yeah. Are you net charging? Uh, no, I should have. John Calder have used to. Did he? <laughs> no, I never. I never. I never. I never thought about that. I should have. Yeah. So, uh, and then goalkeeping, it's tougher than people think, isn't it? Abdi, you know, outfield players oh, think they can they can stick themselves in the goals and be good, but it's, oh, it's a lonely yeah, place at times as well, isn't it? It's it's a horrible, horrible, lonely place at times. You know, you're <laughs> you're on your own, and uh, sometimes you got ten ten players looking at you, and yeah, ten against one. Yeah. You know, it's everyone's like, all the players think they're a keeper. Oh, you should be coming for that. And I was like, right, okay. By the time it swings in from the wing. So top of me, it's about 1.2 seconds. I've got a decision to make from, you know, I'm a junior keeper for a reason, you know. It's, <laughs> you know, I didn't go any higher for a reason. So this is... You, you know, can't win and as a goal. The only know, time you can win is in penalty shootouts. Well, I don't know. Yeah, well, I, I can't even win in <laughs> well, that. Well, you can't. I know, but missed goalies can I know. I, have to <laughs> I, th- I think it was coming to a point where the manager was keeping a sub goalie on the bench in case it went to penalties. Uh, like Tim Cruel, the brought yeah. him on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Though, it's just, it, it, a lot of folks scoff at it, but 
is a save, you know, a good save is it as good as a goal for you? Yeah. Right. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. Especially especially when it's like um yeah, obviously if it's like one nil or something like that, or two one is a close game and you're making all these saves, then it actually makes a difference because I think that's that's probably one of the kind of frustrations that I was having at New Elgin. Like I was making saves, but we're still like losing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm just in there going like, I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing enough. <laughs> Where like I went to to Sunnybank and I was actually making saves, and it was actually saves I was making a difference. Ah, yeah. You're obviously a father, Mike. Um, will you be recommending uh, your kids to be goalies? No, no, definitely. <laughs> definitely. I, I, I rather they were out getting more involved in the game and having to kind of deal with some of the stuff I've had to kind of deal with in the past. In the uh, yeah. It's it, like I said, it's a hor- horrible uh, place. Players can really make mistakes, eh, but a goalie makes a mistake more often than not, it's get a result in a goal. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, I like think my oldest says, oh, he wants to be a keeper like me. I was like, no, I'd rather you stop playing football. <laughs> you know, so, um, but no, just because I don't want it to be yeah, stuck I, in that horrible okay. place I've been at sometimes, you know what I mean? The, yep. When you're yep. all on your own, it's, 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 it's a horrible place. Um, last question before we move on to your, your best 11 uh, yeah. and it comes for your good friend Stephen McPherson he wants to know why you always wore white socks and shorts when you played as a goalie <laughs> that, came, that actually came from my brother when I was younger because uh, I wanted to stand out or be noticed differently you know when I was younger and I was like right what's different and I, I think I think at one point we went for the Georgie Campus goalie tops at one point you know like the uh, fluorescent he designed them himself like, didn't he yeah and I'm like no we're not having that so <laughs> My brother says, I think my brother's chest, he goes, well, we just wear white shorts and white socks because no other keeper wears it. I'm uh-huh. like, yeah. Let's and they it. get fooled really easily. So it makes it look like you've been diving the boot, eh? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of the states and the pitches I've been pl- played on in the past, yeah. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, no, he's done it. Um, yeah, so on occasion I'd have to wear the black ones, come going by what the referees kind of said. But uh, when I get the white <laughs> shorts, when I get a chance to wear the white shorts, white socks, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely they're out. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll okay. send you a picture. So Aye. Aye, we'll get a few pictures for the release. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Um, I always get my guests to take me through the best eleven they played. Yep. We, uh, I think you, the criteria put in was that you've you've played a decent amount of games with them because you've also played with some some good players yeah, just for a couple I, of games. I, I, yeah, I wanted to make it like guys who have actually played like half a season, so it may be Aye. different to what other people have done. So, like you know, I've, I've you know, I've I've had the I've had the joy of playing with like likes of Chiz, Scott Anderson, yeah. Levi Steven, Steve Rattery, Terry Kidd, Dougal. <laughs> um, but I wanted to kind of boys you played boys who have actually yeah. played played with. So. so I went for a four four two. Yeah. Now I always um, think that uh, it must be hard. Well, I mean, I was a goalie and I, I did play field, but it must be hard uh, for goalies to, to pick their goalie because you didn't play with our goalie. <laughs> no, no, because every team I've actually been, like like says with, with Michael Ray, you know what I mean? Uh, I, I trained with him two or three times, you know, mm-hmm. I was on the bench a couple of times when he played, but I can't really justify saying, yeah, I've played with him, if you know what I mean? No, so, no. But I've had the joy of, you know, working with a couple of good people, like obviously Michael Ray, you know, like Davy Popper, who who replaced me at Sunnybank, great yeah. guy, good cracking keeper, you know. Um, Stuart Riddick, he was at Devonside with me mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Lovely guy, really helpful, good keeper as well. Um, but, you know, uh, it's, yeah, it was very difficult to, to choose a keeper because, like I said, you'd, you'd, it's either you're playing or Aye. there's no one else. So. you got to back yourself then. 
Yeah, so I've, I've stuck, I've stuck. Mike Wojcik and goals goalkeeper. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that's not your actual only like pick. I think Ray Forbes picked you in his team, didn't he? I know, I know. He's still asking for that ten quid. Aye. So I'm send that to him pretty soon. So. Well, uh, he didn't win any money on the quiz last week. That's for sure. <laughs> no, I was, I was, I was, I was flattered when, 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 when Ray named me. Like, cause I know he's played with a lot of keep, captain keepers. Like, so I was, I was surprised and forever grateful for that one. Like, so stuff. Thank you, Ray. <laughs> so yeah, like I said, I've gone for, gone for my good old self in, in goals. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's an injury in there somewhere. Uh huh. You'll need uh, a sub keeper. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. You fancy it, James. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get much uh, to do in the, in the team anyway, judging by the team. So uh, we'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so it's four four two. So well, I've done. I've done uh, Kenny Binney. Okay, mm-hmm. bank left back. And that was a that was a tough one because there's Jason Brocky who I play with through kind of the boys' club and Bucky Rovers and mm-hmm. Jason's kind of Mister Mister Consistent. Um, another one that kind of missed playing with kind of as, as we moved on to different teams. But yeah. um, so it's Kenny at the back. Got Robbie Cruikshank, mm-hmm. who's uh, one of my centre halves. He was at, at Bucky Rovers with him. Robbie's solid, you know, Aye. consistent as hell. Would go through a brick wall. Really complimentary. Like speaks really well. Helps you. Doesn't get on at you. Um, just old school defender. No messing about. You know, balls coming in, he'll win it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a that was a struggle as well because there's Graham Grant, you know, Grapies who yeah. played with at Bucky, but. I've kind of moved him more to the. Haven't played with him long enough. Aye, okay. But he's another. He was another cracking player that played with quite a few times with with the the under 18s, 21s, and stuff. Mm-hmm. There's also Kev Wood at New Elgin. Oh. He's nothing, nothing fancy. Old school. Ah, Would yeah, run yeah. all day. Go through a brick wall for you. Just no messing about. Mm-hmm. Straight to yeah. Old old school. So. So there's Robbie. Um, there's James Matheson. James yep. Matty. Mm-hmm. Um, played with him quite a lot with, with Rovers, Bucky under twenty ones. Um, that was a that was a tough one as well because there's Mike Anderson as well. Yeah. Alan Alan Cormie, they were close as well. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, James Matty, he was again old school defender, quite calm and composed with the ball at his feet, can play with the ball at his feet, yeah. get in the air. So yeah, he was he was quite solid as well. So right back, we'll go Jamie Shewin. Uh huh. He I played with him at Bucky Rovers, and he played more center. Yeah centre half but I'll stick him out on the right mm-hmm. um, again he's yeah brilliant run all day for you go through a brick wall yeah. you know, never never pull out of a tackle no <laughs> so, yeah so he's, he's on the right so on the on the left wing uh, I've got Gary Petrie oh, right. him at Devon's side well he's in a few turn, picks he can turn something out of nothing you know Aye. just just with that one touch of the ball just yeah absolutely bro hell of a left foot in him as well scored some crack at Devon's side uh, go Matty Kinghorn uh-huh. well, oh, because I played act. with him at Vale under 16s um, I think he went back to right back with, with Devon side and uh, he played right Vail, back for Devon Vale when they won a league guy but yeah. I think he then I think he then played centre mid for the side again didn't he yeah well he was at Devon he was a, he was a midfield when I was at um, uh, Vale under 16s with Aye. Him, so Aye, he's he was, quality yeah, yeah, yeah quality player I think he got my vote for player of the season as well okay so I think he actually won it. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, um, Paul Lee, um, put him alongside Matty. He played with him at uh, Sunnybank. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, he was on the he's on the last kind of last legs when I played with him. But uh, yeah, he's called quality. He can play up front. Can play at the back, mm-hmm. right back, middle. Scored goals. Um, yeah, just he's one brilliant. of them. He can play anywhere. 
Yeah, just you can. I think he played. I think he played quite high level in Ireland. Ah, okay. Um, but uh, yeah, he's yeah, brilliant. Just you can just see the quality out from him. You know, I mean, just mm-hmm, kind of mm-hmm. cool and calm and composed on the ball. So yeah, I would have liked to see him when he was in his in his heyday. Like aye, so, aye. Would, have been, would have been superb. But uh, out in the right is uh, this is a tough one. This is a tough one. This <laughs> took me a while to to choose this one. Um, I was gonna I'm gonna go for Neil Miller, who I played with mm-hmm. through school school um, Vale under 16s. Bucky under 16s, Bucky under 18s, Bucky under 21s. Yeah, yeah. But this guy just brilliant, so skillful, hard to get the ball, quick, use two feet, impossible to get the ball off him. Um, <laughs> he just got the nod ahead of Daz McAllister. Okay, Daz another. I think Daz played more up front, but he did play right wing a few times for for Villain under 16s. But uh, the, Daz, when I like that, he's a regular I listener. Know, <laughs> I know we're gonna have to edit that out just in case I've offended him. So uh, and Daz, Daz, a quality player as well. Uh, yeah. Okay. So up up front, I've gone for Ryan Green. Yeah. Um, yeah, just boy, superb. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. we I played a, a couple couple seasons ago. I played um, a new Elgin old age pensioners against the current new Elgin oh, team, right. and, uh-huh. and Ryan was in the Ryan was in the squad. Still quality, just uh-huh. absolutely battered these boys left, right, and center. Just run, <laughs> just run the game. Just you just saw the quality. Like he, yeah, just. Yeah, yeah, really nice guy. Good at the ball's feet, quick for a big guy. You know, can score Aye. goals, good in the air. But he's a really, really nice guy, really helpful. My time at Bucky as well. Aye. Really, really nice guy. So, and his strike partner, there was, there was a tough boost between Mark Wood and the uh, guy I played football with at uh, Blackburn Amateurs, okay. mm-hmm. guy Ricky Cameron. So, Wait. Ricky gets the nod. He again was kind of on his last legs, but the amount of goals he scored—I know it's amateur level and it's a different level—but guy was quality. Uh-huh. Could hold the ball up, skin boys, run past them, quick once he got going. Scored a ton of goals, saved, got so many points for us as well. Saying so to save us from oh, relegation mm-hmm. a couple of times, like so. So he gets the he gets the nod. Okay, quality. Okay, so who'd uh, who'd you pick as gaffer for this side? Uh, this is tough. This is tough as well because mm-hmm. a lot I've got a lot of praise for for Walter and Alistair. Like I said, they've been massive. Obviously, with Malcolm Malcolm Murray as well was mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. huge, huge for me. Just yeah, to just made me believe something else. But I'm gonna have to go for Ty Keith McKay from from Sunnybank. Okay, yeah, um, brilliant manager. Love the way he kind of did things. He was he was fair. He yeah. tried to follow things by the book. He he was kind of similar to Malcolm. He he kind of made me believe. You know, I was you know I was a good keeper and I was mm. you know great guy, great manager. You know, unfortunately, he just left Sunnybank. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, some some teams going to be lucky to to get Aye. him as a manager. So excellent. Yeah, he gets he gets he gets Manod as as manager. And who'd skip by the team? Robbie Cruikshank. Aye. No yeah. hesitation there. Yeah. Oh, just <laughs> yeah. Robbie was superb. You know, I'm like, like say, no, nothing fancy with Robbie. You know, and you probably speak to a few boys. I think I think Robbie played for one of the Devon side select teams. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Back in the day, um, trying to think of anyone who might know, but yeah, I think if you if you kind of put Robbie's name out, people know who uh, he is. Like, yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How how far do you think that this team could go if they were all in their prime? What sort of level would you be pitching them at? 
especially with that keeper in goals, they'll probably say top top five in the Super League. Aye. Yeah. <laughs> it certainly wouldn't have uh, won any cups. Well, that's why you got some keeper, you know what I mean? So that comes on for the I need a cup keeper, eh? That's why we need we need you or Stevie McPherson to go on in for the penalty. <laughs> okay, Doc. Well, uh that's been great, Mike. Thank you for that. Um what I always finish up with is a few uh, quick fire questions just to round it off. So just to think first yep. thing it comes in your head. Oh god, okay. Okay. The <laughs> uh, first one is one thing you would change about football to improve it? Um some sort of capital spend, money spend. Aye. I think they should yeah. Aye. Too much I'm with football. you on that. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Um yep. who would you like to play you in the movie of your life? Oh that's a good one. <laughs> Well, has it got to be like a keeper or has it just got to be like an actor? Oh, or? just an actor or whoever you like to play play you. Must take a good look I like. I'll go with Vin Diesel because we look a little bit Okay. Um, <laughs> who, would, who would play the fat years? John Candy? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go, go John Candy. Yeah. <laughs> One club uh, you would have loved to have played for? Celtic, obviously. Aye, aye. Yeah. Well, I already ticked off Devon's side, so that was, that was the top of the league. Celtic are close second, so there you cool. go. Who's the best striker you've ever faced a one-on-one with? Jack Strachan. Aye. Yeah, from Colney. Colney. Uh, quality striker. Absolutely. Yeah, I had a hell of a battle with him with uh, when I was at Sunnybank. Mm-hmm. You know, the, we, we, we got paired up against Colney, I think, two or three times in Cups in the league. And aye. I think... Yeah, this is this is this is when I first signed for Sunnybank, so we were kind of at the bottom of the league. But I think it ended up turning into I turned it personally into a battle between me and him. I didn't care what the score was as long as I kept him out, you know. Because I remember he, I think he probably scored like two hatcheries against me when I was at Lewis United just for fun of it, you know? mm-hmm. and then I had to get my own back. So yeah, probably Jack Strachan. Yeah, okay. great guy, night night, really nice guy as well. Really nice guy, good quality striker. Brilliant. Okay, very last question: What pro player, past or present? Would you say it was the closest match to your style, attributes, and personality oh. on the pitch? Yeah, um, I'm probably going to go two keepers here. I'm stuck between two keepers. Okay, so I can merge them into one. Make a hybrid day. Eh? I'd, I'd probably say John Ruddy. Uh-huh. I think a really, really, really good goalkeeper mm-hmm. who's I don't think I think he's underrated and doesn't get enough exposure. Um, and probably she given. Uh-huh. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. I'll go I'll go mix a mix between them two and whatever you whatever you get out of it. Cheer Ruddy. Okay. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, Mike, thank you very much for, for coming on and, and telling us about your yeah, journey. Yeah, I know no, we've been thanks, planning thanks, it for a while, so us. no problem really at all. It. Thank you very much. All right, take care, James. Thanks very much. Bye-bye. See you, Mike. Huge thank you to Mike for joining me on the podcast this week and giving up his time in between Christmas and New Year to record that with me. Fascinating to hear about the life of a goalkeeper and he's certainly been around the clubs as well. Talked very well and I'm very grateful to Mike for coming on. You can listen to each and every episode of the podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify and on Anchor FM and basically anywhere else you can get a podcast podcast has been broadcasting on a Friday evening and a Saturday morning now on Indie Lounge Radio which is Banff's newest station. It's an internet radio station and you can log on to the website. They've got a Facebook page 
go on there. Some great indie tunes being played. And obviously, a new sports show coming in the new year, hosted by myself. If you want to get in touch with me or the page on Facebook, just give us a shout, a like and a follow, and you can keep up to date with all the information, competitions, guest news on there, as well as on Instagram. Please do message me. enjoy hearing them all. I think I've replied to everyone. I'll be back next week when I'll be joined by Kevin Bremner. Tell us all about his career, starting off up here and playing down south at clubs like Reading and Millwall. Until then, bye for now.